Pleasant surprise for you. <laughs> Damn right, people. This is it. The last show at the Rio. Dino, what the hell is that, brother? Andrew, what's going what's on? In a minute. <laughs> It has been a minute. <laughs> We've been doing some stuff. We've, you know, met up with 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 our man Keefy G True. on his, on his show and did some Night of the Demons. But man, up from the ashes of a what? A what? We're, we're bringing last year with the Rio, man. I'm excited for this new venture. This is bro. gonna be interesting. This is definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah. New and improved. Pleasant surprise for you. <laughs> definitely, definitely, I've uh, I've got some uh, elixirs with me. Oh no! What? <laughs> from from the la- from the laboratory. Oh, pray tell, what do we have? Oh, dude, 
I, I know this is an audio podcast, but look at this. Is that a PAPS 22? That is a PAPS 22. It is a hard coffee. PAPS Blue Ribbon hard coffee. I am not even sure how I'm supposed to respond to that right now. I am not sure either because I haven't tasted it. Oh, well, so we got to. I I want to see your face. So we're going to be one of those beer review podcasts. (laughs) <laughs> it smells like notes of uh, bowl uh, sweat and uh, sweaty garbage. <laughs> With an underlying bouquet of rotted Maxwell House. <laughs> and here we go. Not bad. It tastes like ice cream. <laughs> okay, well that's not bad then. No. Filtered through a dirty stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, these come in a four pack. So, either I'll get a buzz or my heart will race out of my chest by the time I'm done. Oh, you'll probably also so. end up with some uh, some diarrhea as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Now, how much did you pay for that four-pack? Like, how much did that go for? That was, like, uh, five and change. Oh, so that's not bad. Is it regular alcohol so, content, no. or is it... It's probably yeah. got to be, like, five point something. Yeah, five percent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not bad. All right. Well, you know, we'll we'll figure it out halfway through if you got to make a run to the can. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll probably do that during... Well, no. Well... <laughs> we'll, we'll Let's not let the cat out of the bag yet. (laughs) Alright, so last time we met, (laughs) we. (laughs) I mean, last time we met as a what? Correct. We ventured into the iconic slasher franchise that is Friday the 13th. Yes, indeed. Which everybody seems to like a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, that, that was definitely a good thing. And we stopped it. Six. We thought that was a nice break point. Should I? Yeah. <laughs> should, should I throw my <laughs> my charming banter into this? We stopped at that point because that's where the movies start to get shitty. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Three hours into the conversation, and then yeah, um, the franchise definitely started to. Uh, Screw the pooch. Yeah, it took a it took a hard turn, man. Yep. So we're we're talking about This is the one you've been waiting for. What's happening to me? Your psychokinesis and these delusions are no, you're not listening to me. the one you've been asking for. Hey Tina, isn't this the way they wear their jackets back in the mental hospital? <laughs> Concentrate. The one you've been dying for. You people give me the creeps. Okay, you big hunk of a man, come and get me. Jason Ah! is back. But this time, 
someone is waiting. Part 7 1988 uh, 1988 uh, Directed by John Carl Baker And this is the first uh, Introduction of Kane Hodder As Jason Correct Okay um, I actually watched this one the other day To brush up As, on it as with, did I uh, And I used to enjoy it you know, I never thought it was great, but I used to enjoy it, at least. Mm-hmm. And it's really having diminishing returns on me now. You know, the more I watch it, it has its moments. Agreed. And that's about it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what, what do we say? We ha- Okay, we have Jason vs. Carrie. Yes, that is... We, we've been calling it that for yeah, 20, 20 plus, right. And Carrie's doctor is uh, Bernie Lomax. And he is also Turk from Six Pack. <laughs> from Six Pack, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love would turn you around, but yep. And he was also on like every fourth or fifth episode of like Three's Company. That is true also. Him and Jeffrey Tambor would like trade off and be on like alternate episodes of three that's a great show <laughs> so yeah we have yep. J- we have Jason versus Carrie and <laughs> all right I'm, I'm getting I'm gonna get this out of the way and I know this is gonna be the unpopular opinion mm-hmm. I do not like Kane Hodder as Jason okay and I agree okay I will say before everybody gets their panties in a twist because for some reason everybody thinks that Kane Hodder is the godsend of Friday the 13th which is completely untrue and the guy, what's the director's name? Uh, John yeah, B. he was another one who he brought so much to the role okay, now look I'm not telling you that Kane Hodder is not important to the Friday the 13th legacy Oh yeah. He, oh, he called him the definitive Jason, and I disagree. Yeah. You're not the definitive yeah. Jason. And then I remember I was watching um, his name is Jason. Okay. And shit, what's the guy from uh, Ken Kersinger who does yeah. Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah. He, yeah. He's on there saying that. Having Kane play Jason four times really established him as Jason. Again, I'm calling bullshit on that because Roger Moore played Bond a whole bunch of times and he ain't fucking Bond. Good point. Okay? There was several... Timothy... Good Right? Point. Timothy Dalton, Daniel Craig, got, uh, Pierce Brosnan, they all played that role multiple times. Sean Connery's Bond. Shut your fucking cornhole. 
Rest in Rest peace, in Sean peace Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, good point. Good Just because didn't make that connection, right? which I should have because, you know, what was it, six that had the Bond opening. Right. So, yeah, good callback. Yeah, just just right. because yeah. you played the role multiple times does not make you the definitive. That being said, I do like his dedication to the role. Yeah. Okay? I definitely do. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he does his stunts and he's fucking good at it. Yeah. I also really liked when he did the Arsenio interview. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, that was kind of funny. But he is not he's not not my Jason. I'm going to get a big sign <laughs> that says not my Jason. You know. Yeah. And I'll, t- I'll dude, I'll tell you what. I I don't like the way he moves. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I don't like the breathing behind the mask. Yeah, I'm not. Especially yeah. cuz isn't Jason a zombie at this point? So yeah. how, is he breathing? Yep. Does, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Shouldn't be, but yeah. And I don't care for the way that he's always kind of when he break when he busts into a scene, he's always kind of flexing. Yeah. Like, I I just like, don't yeah, yeah like I, I just don't like it. <laughs> it. It's for the for the next yeah, I just don't like it. I I, I will have shit to say later on, but I, yeah, not not my Jason. And dude, in part seven, he was like shoving people a whole lot. Like he was like. Palm in the yeah like in the chest now, and send it like a lot. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. He like he fucks shit up. Like I'm not taking that away mm-hmm. from him, but I don't know. Jason has a certain way about him, and I didn't get it from from Kane Hodder, and then it boiled my fucking potatoes even more because C.J. Graham was set to reprise in seven. Right, but mm-hmm. he. I don't think he, 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 this movie is not good. So it would have been like, kind of like a fish out of water. So at the same time, I'm kind of glad that he didn't do it. Yeah. So. Now, didn't, didn't Beekler grab hotter because they were, they worked on like prison. Yeah. And I think he had like a mouthful. He ate like a mouthful of worms or Something yeah. like that. Again, and I'm not questioning his dedication to the role. I right. just don't like it. Right. Because I am a big fan of Hatchet. All four films, I enjoy them for what they I, are. I think they're I good. agree. I think he is a great Victor Crowley. And I think he's a good Mr. Crowley as well. You know, the dad and... Yeah, my problem so, is not yeah, with Kane Hodder. Against- yeah, I I have no problem with Kane Hodder. I just don't like Kane Hodder's version of Jason. That's all. Okay. Now, what what is your take on bringing in, you know, more supernatural elements like Carrie? I, dude, the, the storyline of this movie is fucking trash. I, th- there is a lot of issues. It's. I understand that why they went there. Because you wanted mm-hmm. a formidable adversary for Jason, right? Give me a fucking break. It's it was just yeah. stupid. And you're gonna tell me, okay? So the father goes down in the in the with the dog. Correct. They never judged his. That's what I'm water. saying. He's and not to mention it's not like he's in the middle of the fucking lake. He's right at the end of the pier. You could have gotten him with a fishing pole. <laughs> you know? I was like, I, did, I just didn't understand that. I was just like, all right. I mean, and I get it. You know, at the end of the movie, he was supposed to come up 
and be all growth and yeah well because the yeah right the edited scene he's he's right but he shouldn't have been there to begin with no no now speaking of that i'm gonna i guess break the fourth wall a little bit okay (laughs) okay and i'm gonna on on our facebook on the hot podcast facebook page i've got a friend of mine justin uh, he's been on the other show, and he's a big horror fan, and he he really enjoys the Friday. Oh, I I saw the I saw this question. Right now, so he's made this connection between the other films. Did you see this yeah. first? So the first one, we got a dream sequence in a hospital scene. The second movie, we've got a dream sequence, possibly solo the jump scare thing and then the ambulance so still a medical thing third one you've got the dream and the ambulance Uh the fourth we have the no uh, no jump scare but we have that hospital however in the uncut in the alternate ending we did have a jump scare and a uh, hospital scene. From the end, in the from the end of which one? Part four. Part four, part four yes. The alternate right. ending. They kind of took that from the Prowler because yeah. Zito directed both of them. And then five, we have another jump scare hospital. Dream sequences because he's hallucinating. Jason at the end of five, right. 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 And then six, we we kind of have a definitive end, except Jason's just in the water and then, like, the eye. Right. Right? Right. Or something. Now, this one, Justin has a theory that Jason's body got thrown in the explosion and everything else may be a dream sequence. If I'm if I'm tracking. Okay, it. but Jason's body got thrown in the explosion. To where? To in- into the lake. No, because when Jason shows up on the dock, he is all charred. He's like dark, like he's been in a yeah. fire. He's not wet, and he shows up right. from behind Tina. He doesn't show up right. from anywhere on the well, lake. Well, what he? Yeah, but what he's saying is that. Everything from that point, theoretically, could be a dream sequence. That could with the father. It, it could be the way that we see it, but if they had done the father being gross, that would have been different. That right. would have been like he was still down at the bottom of the lake, you know. But we, I mean, we also have to remember that this movie was edited to shit. Like they yeah. cut this movie to pieces. And you don't, you can't mm-hmm. see all of it, so we don't know what was missing. Then, yeah. then, then there's we go back to my original point that this movie sucks. Yeah. So that might have something to do with it too. Yeah, because that's the thing. Once again, where the hell has her dad been? For how come they did not fish her dad's body out of there? He's been hanging out in there for ten years. Or yeah, whatever. that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. He would have floated to the top anyway. It's not like he had, you know yeah. what I mean? Like when we see him, he's, okay, he's dead, 
but he doesn't have like a ton of bricks on him. He's just dead at the, on the bottom of the lake because he got smacked in the noggin. Right. And it's all wood anyway, which would have floated. Right. Yeah, that's that's just a hole in the story. I mean, it. I. I mean, I wish I had a better answer for that. I mean, I, I'm going to stick with my original answer and that this movie just sucks. Speaking of holes in the story, okay. we got part eight. Oh, we're we're going. <laughs> I mean, okay, we okay, we got the good. Um, what the sleeping bag kill. The sleeping, yeah, the sleeping bag kill is good. The party horn was. Fun. Yeah, the the deleted scene of the guy who is in the van with the party horn. Like, you ever see the deleted uh, oh. scene? Oh, with yeah, the and he horn? just crushes it to nothing. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, and even now, what what sleeping bag kill do you like? Do you like the one hit done, or do you like the multiple? I with the I see I'm gonna be a dick about this. I do like the multiple one, but I when I watched the multiple hit, I think if he had stopped after three, I would have been good. Right. It went on a little And he looks like he's getting tired. Yeah. Which he was. Yeah. (laughs) But like those first couple of ones, it was just like, yeah. You know. Um you know, I mean he did have some he had some good kills in, in that movie. I mean when he cuts uh Dr. Cruz in half with the yeah the buzzsaw was cool whack, I think. Yeah. but at the same time I don't like Jason with power tools yeah I yeah. don't like it and there's another scene and it might shit I don't remember where it is in the movie but Jason <laughs> Jason does this jump out from behind a tree like scorpion from Mortal Kombat as if he was in an episode <laughs> of Scooby Doo, he like just pops out and he's like, Ooh! and it's like, I'm like, what? Toasty. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just. Uh, it was stupid. Oh, when he towards the end, when it's just um, Tina and what the hell is his name, Nick? Nick. Tina, Nick, and Melissa, and she mm-hmm. and Melissa's cursing at them, and she's like, "Fuck you!" Oh, yeah. She opens the door. Yo, he fucks her up. Dude, that is hilarious. <laughs> he like puts the axe in her head and throws her across the room. And I heard for the sound effect, the sound effect of that is actually Kane Hodder slamming an axe into a log, which oh. just made that all the all the much better. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to think. I had yeah, I like. I mean, you know what it is. A lot of the problem is with this movie is that this movie wants to be taken seriously. Like, it wants to be right. on the same level as those early Fridays, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, right. like, kind of silly. Right. Had, had they leaned into it the way McLaughlin did with Part 6, you know? Go, hey, this is corny as hell. We know it is. I'm naming a store after Boris Karloff, for crying yeah. out loud. Let's just, you know, things like, you know, does he think I'm a fart head? You know? Lean into those jokes. Yeah. But they, they didn't. They they tried to keep this as, as a serious movie. And I don't know. Most of the characters in this one are, like, pretty forgettable. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, if I hadn't just watched it, I wouldn't even have remembered what uh, Nick and Melissa's names were. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, okay. I was just like, I don't know. Uh, I don't really remember any of this. Although, you know what is cool? The... 
the opening sequence of this movie. Yeah. And they do that that whole uh, narration thing. That's yeah. Crazy Ralph mm-hmm. who's, who's doing the yeah. narration. So that was, I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But the friggin' the the narration makes the movie sound like it's going to be way better than it is. You yeah. know, it's just uh yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not a big fan. I really never I really never was. Um mm-hmm. although there is <laughs> there's what that one scene where uh Dr. Cruz is kind of hiding in the woods and he's like standing behind a bunch of twigs. It's just like, dude, he's going <laughs> to see you. <laughs> like you're not fooling anybody right there. <laughs> You know, and then um, well, we get to see Jason's face, yeah. which is fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. It, that is like some of the worst. Oh, there, I mean, there's much. There is worse. Oh no, there is worse. But but for a Friday, I was definitely expecting a little more. And then there was the the other thing that I had an issue with is, I mean, I know it, I guess it was a cool stunt, but when Jason comes up the stairs and Tina. Hits him in the face with the the, the hanging light, and yeah. he falls backwards down the stairs and falls mm-hmm. through all of the steps. It's just like, dude. No. A, you got hit in the face with a lamp. B, she she home alone. Yeah, she home <laughs> she home alone him. And then how? I mean, I understand he's a big guy, but I've fallen down the stairs plenty of times, and I have never <laughs> fallen through the steps. <laughs> Not once. Well, those are the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street oatmeal. Oh, but, oh maybe that's what it is. It's, it's yeah, the, it, they 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 were starting a crossover there. It, it was the uh, well, actually, wasn't this one supposed to be where Freddy got involved? I think it was this one, and they just couldn't come to terms. Because yeah, because right after this, isn't this where Paramount? This was the last Paramount movie, wasn't it? I don't know. I think maybe 8 is the last Paramount movie. Okay. It's got to be because I have the old box set and it only goes to 8. Um, what else? Oh, when she's fighting him with the telekinesis in the basement, and I clearly am looking too far into this, who the fuck keeps a can of gas in the basement? Right. Like... Yeah, because that was gas, not can No, that was gas. So... No one keeps gasoline in the house. No, because you would, I mean... Especially if there's a furnace in there. (laughs) Who's doing that? Yeah, that would have been at a shed. Outside. With the lawnmower. Exactly. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say, like, you know, I mean, is there, like, any other other good kills in this one? I'm not... Was it only the strap of the mask that broke, or was it the mask itself? It's the mask itself. Because at the end of the movie, they so, find the, the mask cracked in half. Okay. So then that'll lead... Okay. To, yes, to, to the so next then, one. So, yeah, put a pin in that Yes, one definitely. It's, it's been a little bit since I've seen that one, for good reason. Uh, what, Jason Takes Manhattan? Dude, yeah. that movie is fucking even worse than this one. I haven't seen it, and I ne- and when I rewatched it, I remembered why I haven't seen it. It is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay, well, we might as well. Yeah, I mean, is there? There's nothing else notable here. I mean, you know, no. Jason. He okay. Yes, he is brutal, but none of the, none of the other kills were really anything to write home about. Yeah, there was nothing, nothing really exciting. Oh, except that the end of the movie, 
is essentially a replay of the end of part two. Tina's on the stretcher. Right. Oh, yeah. Tina's on the stretcher. She's looking for, I don't know. Where's, where's Nick? Nick? He happens to be in the ambulance with her. And he's looking right. for Jason. So we got to, I mean, it's literally almost identical. And, you know, then she's like, we took care of him. This, this movie's fucking hot garbage, dude. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's really not good. If we had gotten the unedited version, I think I could have gotten past a lot of the stupidity because the the kill factor would have maybe made up for it. But the way that they gave right. it to us is fucking crap. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got to say about that. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving this on. just in, 1989 has a new piece of shit. hated this campaign and ironically that poster is the best part about this movie (laughs) (laughs) oh it definitely was Jason takes this oh my god dude I don't know if we have enough time for me to shit on this one enough okay we got directed by Rob Hedden and uh, 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 <laughs> bunch of some other uh, people we don't give a fuck boy. about. All right, so this one was, as we affectionately called it, Jason <laughs> takes, the, takes boat. the boat. Right. <laughs> um, and then, okay, okay, you do you want? I okay, I I'll tell you my what? biggest problem right in the middle of this fucking thing. Well, we we've got Jaws three, uh, ge- uh, geographical uh, logic. Going Correct. Here. We um, also have Jaws two power lines and anchors involved. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so a freaking yacht in a lake leads to the Hudson in New York. How? I do not know. Okay. Wow. Now, but before we go any so, further, the opening music mm-hmm. of this movie is oh, just yeah, dude. It oh. is canon film 
like any like Van Damme cannon yes, film. Yes, abso- absolutely. That is, you hit the nail on the head. That is a Van Damme cannon movie. I'm like, yeah, what? Manfredini didn't do anything with. I music, don't think did so. He? So it's like that right there gave you no Friday feel nope. at all. So it was like, okay, what are we doing? Here? Okay, so. And like I said, it's been a minute since I've watched this one. Did he get the mask from the first boat? Dude. Or let let me <laughs> this is this shit bothers me like like a urinary tract infection. <laughs> All right. Not only does he get the mask from the first boat, because it's who I on there, um Jim and Susie. Okay. Okay. Now, according to the synopsis, they are sailing Jim's boat on Crystal Lake when they pass the abandoned camp. Okay, so he starts telling her the legend of Jason Voorhees. Blah, 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 blah. Dude, Mm -hmm. he literally replays Shelly's fucking role from part three. He puts on the mask and has a spear gun and and is trying... To scare this friggin' this chick. Except I got a couple of problems here. A, you ain't Shelly. You are nowhere <laughs> nearly as likable as that guy is. <laughs> and his mask has the crack in it from part three. What were they doing? Wow. Mass marketing Jason Voorhees masks in this alternate fictional universe where he is a killer and not a movie star like I could see you have a hockey yeah. mask be- like oh okay I'm gonna go get a hockey mask because Jason wore a hockey mask but why does it have the crack in it you would have to go get that hockey mask from the hockey supply store so right. you done fucked up I'm just saying <laughs> no, good. <laughs> great point okay yeah so we've got that crap and then like you said we got we got Jaws Anchor Ripping up a power line. Jason's alive now. Yep. Let's get out of here before we do find something. (laughs) It's it's you and the old man of the sea. (laughs) Well, and then when okay now now those two are, you know, getting their getting their business happening. Jason shows up with the spear gun, and he misses. Yeah. Stop that nonsense. (laughs) He's standing literally like six feet away from him in the same room. But Jason, Jason three is way down the other end of the friggin' pier and catches Vera right in the fucking eye. Don't give me that shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So then. All right. I'm trying to think. uh, Oh, Here's the other part. Here's another ripoff in that movie. When the ch- the the chick when Susie runs out, she climbs out the window, mm-hmm. and she runs and she like hides in a uh, I don't know, like a cargo hold or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Jason opens the thing and he's got the harpoon in his hands. He is literally mm-hmm. almost completely reenacting the scene from Part Six where he stabs the lady with the American Express card in the puddle. Oh, it's yeah. almost the exact same thing. 
It's like way to way mm. to go there, originality guy. So yeah, so the, okay, so then that happens, and then they, the next thing I think where they are is, it's all the kids getting on the, on the big boat. Which at its deepest, how deep do we think Crystal Lake is? Fifty feet. Now this boat—that's a big ass boat. Has got yeah. I mean, where that boat was, that that that's gonna be grounding out. I mean, unless you're in like one of the Great Lakes, but Crystal right. Lake is not one of the Great Lakes, and we never get any impression that Crystal Lake is a lake off of a lake. Oof. Yeah, yeah that's and not to mention when you look at that that scenario, that looks like an ocean-going vessel. You know yeah. I mean, like it's just. And then, like the guy who's cat, who's driving, he's like an admiral. Like, is he in the navy? Like, I thought you were just a captain. In the navy. In the, <laughs> insert village people here. <laughs> so then, okay, so they go right now. They're they're on the boat, and the SS Lazarus, real original idea there. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, it, that doesn't even look like a passenger boat. No. Right? It looks like a fucking like a tugboat or a, not not a tugboat but like some kind of sh- it's like hauling shit it doesn't look like there's supposed to be a disco inside that freaking boat right. it's like the pacific princess love exciting and I wish we had video right now so that we they, we could get a friggin' photo of us going like this. <laughs> doing the gopher? Oh, no, doing the Isaac. Doing <laughs> yeah. the Isaac. Okay, so now... All right, they're getting on the boat, and there's that whole situation with the... The uncle and the teacher, and it's just, it's, it's just bad. It's yeah, just bad. Yeah, no, there's... Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with the story. Like. I don't think they were thinking. So, so now, Jason is how old now? Well, what was he born in, I like, 55 or something? I shit, I okay. should know that. So, let's just say he's 30. All right, just to round it. So, she was a little girl, probably what? 10. If that. And then she gets dragged down by little baby Jason, who, at this point, should have been out and Crystal Lake killed motherfuckers. I, I agree. But we, well, this movie makes no sense because is that ghostly Jason? Because we don't even know if she's really seeing Jason. Because, uh, I, this movie hurts my head. That's... Right. I mean, is she imagining a boy because she knows of a story of a boy drowning in that I, lake? I don't know. I, there's no explanation. supposedly Yeah, so that's bit. So she's on the boat, and this, dude, another, this, everybody on this cruise completely gen, like generic. They're just like, I don't, you, there's right. nothing memorable about any of you. The only thing I remember is that Kelly Hugh yeah. Is in this movie. That's the that's the that's mm-hmm. the only thing I really remember. And no, here's another thing. You have a graduating class of eight people. 
Nine people? What is this? Like, Facts of Life Season 1? <laughs> this is, these are the people that are in this school? You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have <laughs> And then they got rid of four people and replaced them with Joe. So. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, well, the, dude, like, he. How does Jason even. Okay, Jason's on the. He. Because the other boat that he's on floats into the harbor. Right. Conveniently right along the dock. Right. Then Jason. How does Jason even get on the boat? Doesn't he. Does he, like, climb up the anchor or something? Like, I feel like I remember yeah. him pulling himself out of the water. In broad daylight, yep. nobody sees that shit. No. So then. All right, so then he's on the, the boat. Who does he get for. Oh. Dude, the girl with the guitar. Yeah. She's like, like get some great shots down here. Yeah. yeah. And, and like she's all, Right, she's and the guys feel oh dude, it's like so cliche. Like I mean, I guess we should expect that it was nineteen eighty nine and that eighties hair metal was and again I hate that fucking term. Was at its pinnacle. Right. So that you had to throw that in everything. But Right. She, so she's the one to be June Jay. Ex- exactly. And then, so then what happens? Jason sneaks up behind her and smacks the shit. He clock- right. But dude, she runs, she sees him and starts to run away. And I, I noticed this the other day, which I thought was funny. The She's down there and she's got the backing track playing on her setup. Mm-hmm. When she sees Jason, she puts the guitar down. I don't see her turn off the backing track, but the backing track stops, and then she's running, mm-hmm. and then Jason smacks the shit out of her with a flying V. <laughs> like, I had to rewind it. I was like, did she literally stop the backing track before she started running? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to miss yeah, just, just in case this guy's not a psycho. Uh, and then, oh yeah. Then there's the way. Oh, wow. don't we get the? Uh, well, how does fucking? Doesn't she fall? First of all, the camera guy's an idiot. He doesn't get it till later on, until after Jason has already killed the captain and the first mate. And then Julius is, you know, he's just like, okay, we got we got to fight this motherfucker. And they go around the ship and they pick up all the weapons, and they're searching the ship. Now, camera guy is what a fucking putz he's walking around with the that giant ass 89 VHS camera right. filming <laughs> while he's holding a full length shotgun in one hand <laughs> that seems like a good yeah, idea yeah that that'll end well <laughs> then some i don't remember how his glasses fall off he pulled the Velma. My glasses. Yeah, he, exactly. So now he can't see. So he's walking around with one eye on the camera. I guess he was, which which is it, farsighted? Using the focus. Yeah, like he can focus yeah. through the camera, and he's walking around with the mm-hmm. shotgun on, under one arm. And I'm like, dude, you are just asking for it. And then I don't know what Jason does to him, but Jason fucks him up. He, like, punches the shit out of him, and he lands on, like, a some kind of electronic thing. And it start. That's where the fire on the boat starts. Oh. Right. But then there's that whole scene between the teacher and the the slutty girl. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, cringy. That was gross, yeah, and so was the scene where they're like cutting the, where they're cutting the coke. They're hiding out in the base in the wherever they are, and she's cutting the coke up. And I mean, I don't know what this is going to say about me, but I'm looking at that and I'm going, "You are in 1989. Who the fuck taught you how to cut coke? It doesn't look. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Like she." pushes it all to one end and then like dude like she's not even cutting it up into lines like you see him doing Scarface like nice little lines and shit it's just like duh and I'm like this is ridiculous <laughs> and they, oh and then they they um what the hell's the main chick's name Rennie they push her off the boat I guess <laughs> to start some nonsense dude and you see it numerous times in this movie she gets pushed off the boat and then when they escape later on Mm-hmm. The boat is not moving. You can tell that the mm. boat's not moving. The lifeboats aren't moving. Nothing's moving. Nobody's getting swept away in the current. It's just like, oh, God, like, how dumb do you think we are? Oh, and then we get Crazy Ralph the sequel. Okay. He's like the sailor on the... Uh, oh, yeah. And he's just like, you're all, you're all gonna die. It's just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, do you have an like, original idea in your head anywhere? Yeah, because that's, what, the third time they've... Tread that water well, with the Crazy Ralph type of character. Not counting part two, where Crazy Ralph was there. Oh, you mean the, the you wacko Ra- in part three? With the eyeball, with the eyeball right. yeah. Who I swear I think is, isn't that Juliet Lewis's dad? I don't I think it is, man. Do you? I think so. I don't know, but I just watched uh, Salem's Lot and he was good in that. Oh, I didn't even remember that he was in that. I, I really need to. Yeah. He was the uh, cemetery guy. The guy that ran the cemetery. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, they've tried... But I think this is the last time. I don't think they trot that wacko character out again after that. No. So then... Oh, the ocean... This part where they show the boat in, like, the ocean storm. Oh. Mm -hmm. The effects are just fucking terrible, man. It's just, like... Ugh. Yeah, it's 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 not good, man. I, I mean, yeah. Did you really need an ocean storm? No, and odds are, if you were taking a ves- a passenger vessel out for that far of a distance to New York City, you didn't check the weather. Right. You know, they'll be like, all right, yeah, we're gonna wait till tomorrow because there's a fucking hurricane coming. It's just stupid, yep. man. Like they they really yeah. they put like no effort into this. So yeah. then, and then remember, I think uh, none of the kills are really mem- memorable at all. Even when he kills Kelly Hugh, he just kind of ch- yeah, no, nothing. He like gra- grabs her, chokes her, and like throws yeah, her. Yeah, and like d- with all the lights on and shit, it's just like man. Yeah, like you get an F, man. Not no effort. So then, and then yeah. he oh, well, he kills that one guy, and then he punches, he knocks Julius off the boat. And then mm-hmm. when they're escaping, Julius pops out of the water and gets in the boat with them. Yeah, dude, there is so there is so much wrong with this movie because now they're in the lifeboat and friggin' for who knows how long that they're out there in the lifeboat. And the first thing that they see, you know, it's all foggy and it's fucked up and then they're kind of nodded off and the first thing that they see is the Statue of Liberty. Okay, I understand that's a... A iconic New York monument, but yeah. 
How far out at sea do you think you can see the New York skyline at? Probably pretty fucking far. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you wake up at the Statue of Liberty. Yo, we're in New York. It's just like, all right, enough with the friggin' cliche. Stop that bullshit. Yep. Well, that's their freedom. Yeah, I, dude, I don't know. This this movie's it's it's just really bad. And then it's even worse that it's not really New York, except no. for that one section. Yeah. And then. Yeah. What was it? Toronto. I think it was Toronto. Yeah. And then, dude, the worst thing, like, they get held up, they get mugged right when they show up. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, because that's what happens every time you go to New York. Absolutely. Yeah. But then, dude, they, like, they grab the the girl, I guess, and I'm assuming that their intention is that they're going to rape her, but then he happens to have a needle full of cooked heroin handy. Which yeah. I'm assuming is, is heroin. But, dude, I don't know. I have never met a junkie that was willing to give drugs away for free. <laughs> 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 no. Even for a piece of tape. Yeah, I was just like, nope. Yeah. Well, this is also a New York where they've got, you know, alleyways full of 55-gallon drums of toxic waste. Oh, and... Because, you know... God. In New York, they do that. I mean, you know. Of course. You work there. Yeah. Not only do they have 50-gallon drums of toxic waste just laying around, but did you ever notice that all of the garbage pails and garbage bags seem to be filled with shredded newspaper? <laughs> yep. Interesting. Because everyone shreds yeah. their newspaper <laughs> in New York when they throw yep. them out. So, yeah, I didn't understand, I definitely didn't understand that. I mean, there is literally nothing positive about this movie. The only thing that I, like, the, the poster was cool. That's all I can think of. Um, I mean, the most memorable thing is it is obviously when Julius is fighting Jason on the, the top of the building. Yeah. But then again, he's wearing a hard plastic mask. Why do you keep punching yeah. in the face? <laughs> now, this was what, 89? 89. Okay, now, let me let me check something real quick. Because I'm wondering who did this first. Oh, wait, who did what first? Okay, so this was 89. Okay, 88 was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. When you have the biker and the little clown. Oh, shit. And they, what are you going to do, knock my block yep. off? Jesus, I wouldn't even remember that. If Jason, you, you hack. Well, the whole movie is a hack, dude. It's just all regurgitated <laughs> shit. Yep. You know, I mean, it's it's just bad. Oh, dude, the part where friggin' Jason comes out of the water and he's looking at the big sign with the hockey man. It's the it's for hockey. And he's looking at the sign. The, the wannabe ring. Yeah, come on, sign? man. Yeah. You know, going down Times Square. And or supposed, and kicking the uh, radio of the punk. Yeah, that actually is Times Square. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah that, that's now, the only who, parts that's Manhattan is there. We've got rejects from the Warriors in the median Times Square. I mean, it's fun for a couple of yucks, I guess. That, but it, it, rather than Jason killing everyone, 
he's going to turn and just lift his mask? What? What? Did he think they were, you know, Chris Higgins? Uh, what was with the mask flip? I, dude, I, I don't know. And that has been a, 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 a gripe of mine because Jason is just a killing machine. Since right. He just can, He's not there to make a... Right. And so why isn't he just killing everyone he comes across? Like, why all of a sudden is he just focused on them? You got, you could just, he could have just walked out of the sewer, and then when he does walk out, he's looking around like a tourist, like, oh, what the fuck is this? Bro, you got a million people here, just take your pick. I love this city. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well played, sir. Well, well played. Wow. Right. Wow. I got, (laughs) sorry. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh, on that note, I, now oh, is that another one of those uh, coffee buttholes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I did notice? Um, you what? know when they're running through the subway <laughs> when Jason's um, chasing them and they're on the train? Yeah. There is a Red Cross poster on the in the subway, and I think it's got Roy Scheider's face on it. Now the the car the car is covered with graffiti, but if you look mm-hmm. at the bottom left hand corner of that poster, which is vandalized in other places, somebody tagged Jason Lives on the corner of the friggin' poster. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. that was funny. Yeah, dude, this nothing. There's nothing. I mean, what is? Because what does he do? He they get into that part where after Julius gets killed. Mm-hmm. And they all get in the car, and then, oh my god, it's just bad, bro. It's just bad. Because you're going anywhere quick in a car yeah. in, in Manhattan. And then, I know they hit Jason, and then they she's like seeing shit, and she crashes into the wall, and three of them get out of the car, and then the one lady bites it. She dies mm-hmm. in the car. And then the, the dickhead uncle, Jason drowns in the ever-convenient... Uh, barrel of waste. So, see, in theory, he should have turned into a little kid, you know. Oh, uh, that toxic waste should have Benjamin dude, buttoned him. Please, why is there? What? Why? Why? I, I don't know. I, I, I will never understand that toxic waste shit, ever. It makes no sense. Yep. So she throws the toxic. W- oh my god. This is like a turd. She throws toxic waste on him. And dude, and then he's like yelling like a wounded wildebeest. He's just like... It was like national... He's looking all like a frog. Dude, he looked like... You know what he looked like? He looked like Casper with a crack problem that somebody punched in the mouth. That's that's what he looks like. It's like, oh my God. Like, who okayed this? Like, who who said that was a good idea? So then that happens, and Jason's a little kid, and then it, they randomly show lightning bolts hitting the Statue of Liberty and shit. Like, what was the point of that? Yeah, I don't know what that was. No, I have, I have no idea, dude. This movie is like... It, it is... It's just fucking shit. 
and then I can count on one hand the redeeming things that went on with this movie. The poster, the Julius fight scene, I feel like I... Oh, there was no gratuitous nudity in this movie. Okay. So this and part six. This and part... This, well, part six had no nudity. No. Not at all. There is a little the, bit in this. Right. When, um, when Jason kills the blonde coke slut. Oh, right. But it wasn't, like, No, gratuitous. it wasn't gratuitous. Right. Yeah, Six had a sex scene, but no gratuitous sex scene. Yeah, it was harmless. It was nothing. So, all right, so this is uh, part eight. Do I have anything? Uh, I mean, do we really need to revisit why the uncle pushes her into the lake? Like, that? who wrote, who yeah, wrote was, this shit? Yeah, I don't... Uh, this is garbage, bro. This is this is really garbage. Oh, or when they what about when they run through the diner and Jason like blasts through the and they're trying to tell them oh. welcome to New York. To New York. Oh my god. Yeah. This movie is fucking shit. Uh, yeah. ugh. I uh. See, they should have ended with like a big thing of like Wonder Wheel and like Joe Walsh in the city. That would have been a great that ending. That would have been a great ending, especially <laughs> if all the warriors were also on the beach. Like they like we're gonna they were gonna fight Jason. Oh my god, that'd be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Holy Forget Jason versus Freddy versus Ash. I wanna see Jason versus the Warriors. <laughs> oh my god, that's friggin' that's good stuff. Oh well, she did get. She does get reunited with her dog at the end. I guess that's. Uh, guess that's kind of <laughs> nice. Uh, that'd be great. This, oh. Yeah, Ajax like fucking flipping tables right? on people, punching Jason, going <laughs> fucking wimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that'd be great. Yeah. Jesus, man, we should we should we should that write is. that story. That, that's it. We got. We, we're claiming it right, right now. now. I'm gonna send a certified uh, letter to myself with this idea. So <laughs> none of you copyright sluts even think about it. That's it. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, as far as I'm, I, that's. I, we spent more time in uh, Jason takes the boat than it really friggin' deserved. All right. So now we're looking at this is definite new line territory here and this was what nine was this 92 this is 93 is 93 jason goes to hell horror has many faces death wears many different masks but pure evil wears only one this is your final chance to see it. Jason goes to hell the final Friday. 
Jason the Hidden, because that's what this is, the Hidden. He's just jumping from body to body. Okay, so now we start off. Jason is a man again. Yes, Jason is a man. At the camp. Yes. But his head is like a freaking watermelon. And like a lumpy tomb of Jason. Isn't this tomb ahead, Jason, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a tumor. Now, last time we left, he was a little kid. I don't know how this... He was also in Manhattan. And he was in Manhattan. So he took another boat. He took the circle. <laughs> from... <laughs> the only way to see New York. Circling on the circle line. Circling on the circle line. Okay, right. <laughs> That's the jersey. If you look real close at his outfit, he's got a little Statue of Liberty bit right there. <laughs> he was circling on the circle line, and it maybe took an Amtrak. I'm not sure, but ended up back in Jersey. And uh, just this just whole setup is ridiculous. Dude. You got the girl that gets naked because that's what you do to Lord Jason. Who is it? What, wasn't that with the FBI agent that like gets naked? <sighs> yeah, I think so. In order to Lord Jason... He's chasing her. She runs. Does a flip and a oh, roll. Oh, that's right. And then the SWAT team blows him away. Okay, now I will admit to you right now that I did not review this one mm-hmm. for this conversation well, because I, I well, can't watch it. Well, it'll be quick. Good. Because me neither. But I'm going straight from traumatic brain memory. Okay. So... They blow him up, drop bombs on him, and they're like, "Yeah, we got him, we got him." And there is Captain Fuller <laughs> sitting in the in the trees, right. Creighton Duke, Stephen William Williams, Rufus, going, "I don't think, yes, <laughs> Rufus from <laughs> Supernatural." I don't think so. Wasn't he on the A team a couple of times? I feel like he was on the A. Like I might have seen him on the A team. Probably. Well, oh no, no, no! I definitely saw him on the A team. I'll get, I'll let you know why. Okay, because that was, I mean, Twenty One Jump Street was uh, Stephen J. Canal. I think that was a Canal production, and so was A team. So yeah, that definitely makes sense. And you would know that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So now we've got okay. So we have Captain Fuller. We've got Aaron Gray from uh, Silver Spoons. Buck Rogers, right? Buck Rogers. Yeah, we've got uh, Kate now. Allison Smith. Allison Smith, and then you've got the guy that was in Friday the Thirteenth, the series. Um, wait a minute. I think I got his friggin'. Wait a minute. I got his. Is that Stephen Williams? Oh no, no, no. Stephen Williams, Williams is, is uh, Fuller. Is Fuller. Captain Fuller. Yeah, Creighton Duke. And then, oh yeah, wait. What's that guy's name? The other guy that he's like the the first Doctor. That is that who we're talking about? That that Jason jumps into. Oh, he is the guy that was in Rocky Five. Yes. Hey, Rock. Y'all classed the bomb, huh? <laughs> yeah. Touch me, I'll suit. Come on, pug. Touch me, I'll suit. Yes. 
He was, he was, yeah, he was the the Don King the Don guy. King from guy Rocky right. Well, you know who else is in this movie? Uh, Leslie Jordan. Leslie, you know who he is? The little guy from Will and Grace. He's uh, Beverly Leslie. Oh yeah. He is. He yep, he's over. the guy. He's the cook in the diner. Yeah. <laughs> Beverly Leslie. <laughs> yeah, that dude is hilarious. Oh, so man. okay, now I I think that's it. I don't think there's any. Um... And you've got well, you have Kane Hodder, as of course, Jason in the beginning, Jason in the end, but also the security guard in the in the more. Right. So he essentially called himself a pussy, which was a pretty funny. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Gag. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. But so now. Oh wait, what's the other? Wait a minute. Wait, wait. What's the other guy? There's um, the guy who plays Steven. Wasn't he in Friday the Thirteenth the series? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not bad also. So, but now, th- this no. is what bothers me, is that you have all these people here, and mm-hmm. this movie is still a piece of shit. Right. Now, it really did have all the makings of a decent movie, except the story, Blue Dog. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so now there's this whole back law, you know, lore, L-O-R-E, that Creighton Duke knows that no one else does. And we've also never okay. heard anything about it and ever, and this is the not ninth Not even Crazy movies. Ralph. Nope. Yeah, so Aaron Gray is Jason's sister. Gee, yeah. wow. That, that sounds like that, another that, movie I know. Yeah, go figure. Now we got Jason jumping into the body swapping, which makes no Dude, sense. This movie, this movie is so fucking bad. And... They showed they they showed the Necronomicon in this. So you're essentially Jason is a deadite. Oof. And if you look in the basement uh, after Aaron Gray dies, you see this uh, bot a crate in there that said Arctic Expedition. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Was it Outpost Fifty Three or well, from something the, like from, that? Well, from the thing, right? From the thing, which is. You know, a whole body swappy type of thing. And it's uh, like, you're reaching. So now you're telling me Jason has had the ability to talk this entire time. Because when he is in other people, he is talking. Pretending to be the other people. Until they look in the mirror and see the reflection of Jason in there. Because they did it when he jumped into the cop. Right. When he killed Aaron Gray. Correct. I, I don't, I don't get it. Because there's nothing to get to. This is just bullshit. This is just a thrown-together nonsense. Yeah. Yep, and people, oh, they're trying to do something different. Yeah, but have it make sense, you know? Or to quote from uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, here's an idea. <laughs> have a point. <laughs> it makes it so much more interesting for the listener. <laughs> Good job, bro. Good job. Damn. <laughs> Dude, I can't... I I have, like, a problem with this, this movie. I, I really do. Like... As you should. I don't like 7 and 8, as I have clearly told you. But this is, like, next-level shit. Right. Like, this is, like, a flaming... <laughs> Taco tequila diarrhea <laughs> shit. This is just it's just 
awful. <laughs> like, whoever came up with this idea, I don't know if if if, if they're if they should be killed first or whoever it was that approved this mm-hmm. idea go, yeah, make this movie. Yeah, and Are I you think kidding? a lot of this, this had to do shit. with the fact that I, I'd hate to say it was Cunningham, but it might have been. Who was like, okay, Jason needs to lose the man. And it's like, why? Why would you do that? I dumbfounded. I, and then, dude, like all that... What what does he say? Yeah. A Voorhees must kill a Voorhees. We'll see. Yeah, he just a Voorhees. He's just Vorhees. like making up shit like a crackhead. Wow. This is like once again, Canon Films with their ninja thing. Only a ninja could kill a ninja. <laughs> yep. You wow. Good job. Yeah. I. I <sighs> yeah. I really. I. I just don't. I just don't yep. get it. And, and there are some people again, that like this fucking. This piece is of shit. our opinion, but. This is like our I, definitive opinion, and it's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. you're entitled to yours. Everyone is entitled to the <laughs> even, even if it's wrong. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to. Yeah. I don't know what. So to, then, all it's of a so sudden, bad. Now, okay, it is so bad. Long and short of it, what they have this dad. Is this they use a special dagger on him, which. Is a cr- callback to Evil Dead Two. Yeah, something, something with the dagger. And so he gets yeah. sucked into the ground, yeah. essentially, because it really doesn't bear repeating. Um, then of course you see his mask, and then Freddy's glove grabs the mask, pulls it in, teasing Freddy versus Jason. Oh, right. And I do that. Everybody was excited just about... You're excited just about that. Okay, that's kind of cool. But that will be as close as Keen Hunter ever gets to Freddy vs. Jason. I... I can't. I feel like I need to, like, wash my mouth out with fucking turpentine after talking about this freaking movie anymore. But I gotta... I have to bring something to your attention. And... I came across this article... And I'm not going to tell you where I came across it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not even going to tell you the title of it. Okay. I'm not even going to tell you the name of the author. But for this discussion, I am just going to call. I'm going to call this great. This great American author, <laughs> Henry. What the fuck? Wrongfellow. <laughs> That is that is what I am going to refer to him as. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get into what old Henry has to say here. Okay, this is essentially a, a trying to convince, <laughs> trying to convince people why Jason Goes to Hell is a good movie. Oh right. Right, so clearly, this person may have a drug problem. Or may be about 22 years old (laughs) and was pissed off that part five didn't have Jason in it. You are correct, sir. (laughs) Now that I think about it, I think your explanation is probably right. So, I'm going to give you little excerpts here. And, uh... 
we will just explain to Henry why he is completely fucking wrong. <laughs> We've probably covered most of it already, but we'll just we'll just touch <laughs> just touch on this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read this and I quote If you are here reading this editorial, I think it's safe to say that you've seen it. Chances are that you don't like it, too, and that's totally fair. However, I will look you straight in the face and offer this. Jason Goes to Hell is awesome. In fact, it's more than awesome. It is, in this writer's humble opinion, one of the best entries into our beloved franchise. One of the be- one of the top 13 best, maybe. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's one of the best of the four worst. (laughs) In this writer's humble opinion, one of the best entries. What were you dropped on your fucking head as a child? You you gotta be kidding me. First of all, he says, in fact, it is one of the best in this writer's opinion. You can't say in his opinion (laughs) when you preface the sentence with in fact, <laughs> because, I don't know, words mean things. <laughs> oh, man, you're a dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Wait, do I need it to forget? Okay, wait a minute. In fact, it's more than awesome. It is, in this writer's humble opinion, one of the be- Yeah, you fucked up. That's- <laughs> it is, in no. my opinion, not a fact. Yeah, that is not a fact. I need some independent... (laughs) We need some independent fact-checkers for that one. And then, okay, now, it it gets even better, because now he's like, now let me tell you why. Firstly, the movie has it all. Okay, we kind of covered that a little bit. There is a lot going on in this movie. Okay. Any horror movie trope you can think of as being relevant in the last 20-plus years is present. A prolific, iconic antagonist? Check. Possession? Check. Demons? Check. Incredible practical effects? Check. I'm going to put a pin in that one. Mm -hmm. Homoerotic shaving? I don't remember. Does somebody does somebody shave their head? Does something? I don't even remember. I don't remember. I, obviously, it's not that important. Clearly, it's important. It's important to uh, good old Henry here. Right. Um, incredible practical effects. All right. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have. To, I'm gonna. Dude, what incredible practical effects are in this movie? The fucking slugs. And then all that all that shit at the end? Okay. Check this out. We got a bunch of demony slugs and little gremlin monster guys and all this kind of shit running around and flying around and doing all this sluggy, reptilian, wormy shit. Last time I checked, 1991 had all that in a movie too. Mm-hmm. It was called Freddy's Freddy Fucking Dead. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we've seen hell, all this hell, already. Yeah, hell slugs. Yep. Yeah, we saw this already. Now, so ugh. this is the one where didn't Jason like sh- shove the lady's like nose into her face with an elbow? I think so. Okay, that was kind of cool, but all right. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, I, I, you know, I. 
this, you know, for Christ's sake. Okay, then he's like, a guy vomits into a, a, a guy vomits a demon into another guy's mouth before violently melting into a puddle of mush. Okay. Which would be good in another movie besides a Jason film. Thank you. It has the highest body count out of any Friday film at 23. 24 if you count Jason. If you do the math, it averages to about one death every four minutes. Well, if I could have stayed awake for the whole fucking movie, maybe I would have enjoyed that. <laughs> but it's a piece of shit, and I had to fight off falling asleep. Yeah, you but fucking if a, dummy. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, yeah, it's it really just, doesn't make know. a sound, does it? Oh, and then he go, he's going, okay... He's talking about how good the cast was. We've already touched us on this, too. One with actual adult characters making actual adult decisions. Really? Yeah. You had a good cast of characters, and you okay. wasted all of them on this fucking garbage. Here, let me break your fingers. For no apparent reason. Well, I mean... And then you expect them to run around with you and help him help you defeat Jason. You broke his hand. What good yeah, is he to you? Exactly. That's just stupid. Like, I under... Oh, I guess I... Like, you know, you gotta pay the piper for information. Dude, you couldn't have just punched him in the nose? Like, yeah. he's useless if you break all his hands. Yeah, give him a shot in the nuts or something. And here's the best part. He calls... Creighton Duke... Enigmatic... And probably the coolest franchise character since Tommy Jarvis. If enigmatic, you mean, why the fuck are you there? <laughs> okay, yeah, he's an enigma. Yep. <laughs> but the most important character to the franchise since Tommy Jarvis. Um, no. 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 I mean... Jason's mom is probably a pretty fucking important character to the franchise. I, I w yeah, I would guess. Yep. Now, then, had they made Creighton Duke 20 years younger and made him, like, Reggie the Reckless and throw that in as a plot twist, I might have been on board. Dude, that's a good idea. Yeah. Why didn't they do that? I don't know. He could have easily... Dude, they... Well, that's a good idea. There you go. Why didn't they make Creighton Duke, Reggie the Reckless, is now OCD about fighting Jason? Well, you know what? Reckless is going to be a member of the Warriors, and his ass is going to be fighting Jason. That's what... Dude, he's already got his Warriors name. His name is Reckless. That's it. That is perfect. <laughs> so, Shut that down. Yep, I would definitely. <laughs> put a pin in that. And then, okay, let's see. What else does Henry have to say here? Good old Mr. Wrongfellow. Oh, okay, here we go. This one is good. Lastly, one final exercise to prove my point. I want you to just think about Jason Goes to Hell if it wasn't associated with the Friday the 13th franchise. I can think about it. I wouldn't have watched it. And if my son didn't have nuts, he'd be my daughter. <laughs> but he does. So we can't do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Imagine that it is... 
<laughs> Imagine that it is Did just that go too own... far? I'm sorry. No, absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. Who are you talking to here, dude? <laughs> Imagine that this is just its own standalone horror film without the familiarity of Jason and Crystal Lake. Again, I just wouldn't have watched it. Right. That's an exercise in futility. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah, the only reason I watched it. Yeah. Let's it take would it be completely the... out of context. No. Okay. You ready for this one, dude? Buckle yep. up, because <laughs> it would it would be the first slasher movie that broke all the rules and cliches with clever acting and directing, superb characters, and pure dynamite for practical effects. It would have changed how the modern audience looked at slasher films, something that didn't happen until three years later with Scream. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know how to respond to that. Because there is nothing. Okay, now look. Scream is not the greatest movie in the world. Mm -hmm. But it is a clever concept. Yep. And it was done well. Yep. There is nothing about this movie that would have ever made me think of Scream in a million fucking years. No. This guy needs to put the pipe down. I, I don't know <laughs> what's going on here. So, all right. So, we're going to wrap up with uh, with uh, Mr. Mr. Wrongfellow here. Jason Goes to Hell is so much more than just a Friday the 13th movie. Its plot is so meta. Meta? 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 So self-aware that it was way ahead of its time. This is clearly a participation trophy, uh, participation trophy kid. Yeah. So ahead of its time. It was the horror movie we needed, but weren't quite ready for yet. So do yourself a favor and whip out your copy of the film, wipe the dust off, and enjoy it. There's a great film in there, and it's been waiting 23 years to be appreciated. More, more importantly, it deserves it. Your opinion is duly noted and belongs in the trash. Yeah. I, I also think you might want to consider therapy <laughs> because there is a great film in there. What have you been sucking on a tailpipe? Are you kidding me? There, it's fucking terrible. There is nothing about a dude throwing up a demon into another dude's mouth that makes me think Friday the 13th Friday the 13th is a pretty simple formula. Yep. Didn't Poltergeist 2, didn't he throw up a demon? It's been a while since I've seen that it one. It was like that tequila worm demon? Oh, yeah. Is that what movie that is? It's Poltergeist 2? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't... Yeah, Jack. I'm sorry. Gotta disagree with you, homie. Yeah. This is not... No, no bueno, dude. Wow. No bueno at all. And what's weird is that We've clearly expressed our opinions of seven and eight. This is next. This is, yeah, by far, mm -hmm. worse than those two. Yeah, no, I'll definitely take those two over. Like that, I would also take mud compared to shit too. But <laughs> I would definitely take seven and eight compared to this one. Yeah, because th this movie doesn't even—it's—it doesn't even feel like a Friday. You like. 
I don't want I don't want Jason and demons and the Necronomicon and all this friggin' nonsense. No. Jason belongs at Crystal Lake fucking killing people, you know, which is why, which is why even Jason takes Manhattan was such a, a stretch right. because he's not where he's supposed to be. Did how great these practical effects were. You you're a stupid. <sighs> yeah, good job there, Henry. So, okay. Well, now we go where no man has gone before. In the year 2455, on a routine training mission, a team of students is about to discover a life form frozen in time. They're on their way back. Prepare for docking and power up the lab. You brought him on board? Everything's under control, man. What the hell is going on? Jason Voorhees, that's what's going on. He's an unstoppable killing machine. Ah! Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. How do we get off the ship? I don't know. Look, we're gonna be all right. What? Are you high? Uh-oh. <gasps> He's here. <laughs> you have got to get them out of there. They slapped me. I think we're finally okay. What the hell is that? You've got to be kidding me. Oh, wow. It's been modified. Oh, you think? You guys might want to run. Got Jason X, 2001. Oh, I'm stupid. I didn't realize that. that I, th I thought we were going someplace else. I can do Jason X, absolutely. Yeah. Directed by James Isaac, and this was written by uh, Todd Farmer. Todd Farmer. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell me who that is. I have no idea. Todd Farmer is an actor and a screenwriter. He was, you know, the, the bald, uh, the big bald dude in this movie? With the goatee? Yes. That is Todd Farmer. Oh, okay. He was also the truck driver in the remake of My Bloody Valentine. The one that was with the blonde and got it, got the pickaxe in the head. Oh, the, the My Bloody Valentine that is not a complete horror. The not, one, not a complete right. disaster. The one with Dean Winchester. Right, good, yeah. And he also wrote that one, too. Oh, okay. So... Okay, so we start off, this is in the future. Um, I, 20, 2455. Okay. Jason is being held because I guess after getting sucked in the hell, somehow he came back and started killing people. And Yeah, Fr Freddy, Freddy let him out for recess. Right. So he ends up, he's there, and this is Kane, this is Kane Hodder, Jason, with Kane Hodder hair. Right. 
he's got the keen hotter little nappy fro thing going on. And there's some, what was it? A, I, I, I even forgot the setup really, except I know David Cronenberg is there. And oh, oh, what do you mean? Right in the beginning? In of the beginning, movie? yeah. Yeah, they caught him, and they, they were, can't ki- they can't kill him. Right. So they're gonna put him in um, cryogenic suspension. That's the plan. But then the the, the government dicks show up, and they don't want to freeze him because it's a waste. Because they want to learn about his his regener- regenerative abilities. Right. So they throw. I, I don't remember what her name is. They kick the the chick out, and they're gonna go deal with Jason, and then you know right. melee. Yep. Now this is a part. Of, this movie I don't mind. I enjoy. It's fun. It's dumb. It isn't great. It is trash, but it is glorious trash, in my opinion. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, even that beginning um, with uh, David Cronenberg and him escaping and all that. And even, I'll even give this to Kane. You've got that one guard that's like talking shit about him. You know? Yeah. And Jason just kind of looks and like gives him that little squinty eye. The, the stink gonna, eye. Yeah, I'm like, okay, dude, you, you've intimidated me there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good, good for you. Yeah, you got that. So she comes back. Everyone's freaking dead. Because Jason jacked everyone up. Right. Okay, wait. Before we go any further, I was wrong about the year. 2455 is when we flash forward to. Okay. That was my, that was my mistake. And bef- before... Okay, before we go on, yeah. I, I want to throw this out here. This is my favorite Kane Hodder performance as Jason. Yes. Is, is this one. Yeah. He... This brutality, giant oh. animal, Jason... Okay, is where yeah. Kane Hodder excels. Yes. Now, the beginning was in that futuristic year of 2008. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow, that's so far. Yeah, this is like Thundor Barbarian type future. <laughs> <laughs> in 1985. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I want, a little, I want a wristband with my little sword on it too. <laughs> Lords of Light. So, so yeah, um, so she traps him into this cryogenic thing. He stabs through, impaling her, releasing the cryo freeze, and they're frozen for, what, 500 years? 400 years. 400 years. And then a team of students... Are doing a field trip to Earth that was <laughs> old Earth, I think they old called it. Earth. Oh yeah, Earth that wasn't Earth that was like I don't know. Earth that was sounds better though. I like that. Yeah, better. I think that might have been like Firefly or something. Um, and they find her and find Jason and take them back as specimens. But of course, she defrosts and so is Jason and starts wreaking havoc on a freaking spaceship. Go on to the right. Oh, and then there's that scene where Jason. You know, there's always that dummy. Mm-hmm. Jason falls out of the the cryogenic chamber. Oh, yeah. And he cuts the kid's arm off. Yeah, there's always that, the stoner guy. And then there's always, like, the the uh, authority figure who's got a thing going with the younger guy. 
younger right. girl. Yeah, we got another one of those here. Yeah, they, that's uh, that seems to be a reoccurring theme. So then, okay, so where? All right, so they bring him. Right, they bring him back to. They bring everybody back to the the spaceship. And then, what does Jason just? Does he just defrost on his own? Yeah, he he's defrosting on the on his own. Is the girl is doing the uh, with with the? Oh, she's uh, cutting his mask off. Right, and then he starts defrosting. He's got ice on his hands, on his gloves, or whatever. And then this is when he does the uh, the night the nitrogen. Liquid, yeah, liquid nitrogen face. Yeah, which is is beautiful. Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, that is easily probably in the top. I don't, I'm not gonna say top ten of the entire franchise, mm-hmm. but as far as Kane Hodder kills, oh yeah, that's like pretty close to the sleeping. Bag. Hey, dude, it was just brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he he gets her. Wow, I'm gonna tell you, everything else is kind of goes to jumbles together. Oh, well, um, he's alive and he's like roaming around the ship, and I all the I, like I they're not super memorable, but he definitely fucks shit up. Like. Mm-hmm. He's roaming around the strip, around the ship, and he's beating the. He's pretty much fucking up everybody. And then, um, and what is it? They can't. They can't stop him. So then the android gets involved. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what happens? Yeah, and she blows the crap out of him. Yeah. I mean, demolishes him. But of course, this is the future, and we're dealing with nanobots. So they put him back together. As Uber Jason. Hey, you know what? If you if you got nowhere to go, you're gonna throw this at. I would rather this than body swap any day of the week. I dude, I totally agree with you. And I, I yo know, the the Uber Jason mask mm-hmm. is pretty friggin' cool. Yeah. And dude, look how big you like. Look at when he turns into Terminator Jason. Yeah. He's huge. Yep. It's like it's so ridiculous, and it doesn't take itself seriously. Like. Part like Jason Goes to Hell was trying to be a real movie. This one knows that it's complete fucking shit, and right. that's why it's good. You know, and then but then like so, wait, what goes on? Like he kills a bunch of soldiers, and then well, and they utilize they utilize like the you know like in in uh, Star Trek you know like the holodeck type of thing, and they try to trap him in there to buy oh, time. And, like, the- in the in like the virtual thing, right? They make a mock up of Crystal Lake. Yeah, which that's as terrible as it was. It was again, it was funny as hell. Right, because they played it over the top. You know, right? Hey, we're gonna have you know premarital sex, and <laughs> smoke yeah. a lot of weed, and drink. Do you want to join us? You know, and like those two chicks are like the worst. They're like the biggest dummies ever. <laughs> Well, you've also got to think, these are people in the 26th century trying to recall what people in the 20th century would have acted like, you know? It would be like us trying to redo Elizabethan stuff without, with only written account. So, our, like, Shakespeare would be completely jacked up to someone in that current time. Okay. My my mind might have just... Bled out of my ears. Yes, it it definitely did, because that was a beautiful explanation. Thank you. It, it really was. 
but we <laughs> we are not in Shakespearean classic. No. We are talking about a Friday the 13th yeah. movie, and you're talking about two 20-year-old girls. They're fucking dummies. I don't give a shit what century they're but living in. They're dummies. But it was a computer simulation. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If a 20-year-old girl, I don't care where they are, and, and not that a 20-year-old guy is any better. You're a dummy. But yeah. So, it, it revisits the sleeping bag kill. Uh, which is almost... And gives you <laughs> what you've always wanted yes. in an over-the-top sleeping bag kill. Just repeated pounding. <laughs> but, it, dude, it's almost like the if Jason was to do a double mint commercial. Because, <laughs> because he's not just beating the one bitch against the tree. He's beating the one bitch against the other bitch. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like full-on manic crazy. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good stuff right there. So, where else did we go from here? I don't know. I mean, does J- Jason like basically like he just like punches through walls? Like, it's just like... Yeah. Like, nobody's business. He's just like, yep, like a can opener. Just like, boom! Yeah, yeah, and he, like, reaches the hole. So they're they're blowing off pieces of the ship and mm-hmm. trying to contain everything. And then they, like, shoot Jason out in the space like alien. Yeah. But then he's floating back toward the ship. Yeah, that's a good shot, the, actually. Yeah, and then you have the... the what was he, the colonel guy? Oh, or the S- Sarge. Sarge comes out of nowhere and freaking tackles him because he was already jettisoned. Yeah, because he's done. Yep. And he's riding him down like freaking Gandalf, uh, you know, on top of the bow rock. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to, when I was watching it, I was like, well, I'm like, what does this scene remind me of? And you just <laughs> reminded me. Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> And then they crash into uh, New Earth or Earth 2 or whatever they're calling that. Conveniently in a lake. Yep. Going to the new Manhattan. Right. Via the boat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we've got that one. Um, Dude, okay. it, it is, it's bad. It is, a, it, it is not oh, yeah. a good movie, but it is. it did what it was supposed to do. It was yep. like, I can eat popcorn to that movie. Yep. I'm like, oh my god, this is terrible. It's wonderful. Okay, we can just briefly. We've got uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Right. Which I think you and I both. This was 2003, so this was two years later. This is not Kane Hodder. No, that is um, uh, Kirk Kissinger. Or Kissinger. Yep. yep. And he had Robert England coming back. Now I will put this in. I don't put. I don't consider this a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Neither do I. This is a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and Freddy's biggest weapon is Jason. One hundred percent. That you know, just like he would use the knives, or turning himself into a slug, or a big worm, or whatever the hell he did in three, or whatever. Right. This is what we got. We've got uh, Monica Keener. Who was the uh, great value version of uh, Brittany Murphy? <laughs> um, wow. 
I'm just saying. Wow. That is a hell of a... Wow. Good job. <laughs> uh, this was directed by uh, Ronnie Yu, who also did uh, Bride of Chucky and did a bunch of Asian horror movies. He's a good visual guy. Um, yeah, because visually this movie is stunning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it really, really is. Yeah, and I've got to mention... Because we're talking about this, this has Catherine Isabel in it. And I've always had a fondness for Catherine Isabel. All right. I'm, uh, who, what else would I would have seen her in? Because I'm a little hazy on this one. I haven't watched she it in a long time. She was in Ginger Snaps. Oh, that's, that's all you, Ginger Snaps. Um, she, was in, she was in a couple of episodes of Supernatural. Um, she was in American Mary. She was in... She does a lot of Canadian movies. All right, hold on. Catherine Isabel. Oh, okay. I know her face. Yeah. Yeah, she was in, like, a troll movie with, like, Jeremy London and John Schneider that was on, like, Sci-Fi Network. Jeremy um, London and John Schneider? Yeah. That sounds it was bad. either Jeremy London or Jason London. It, 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 I can't it, tell it, you. It, I don't know. But John Schneider London. was in it? Forget it. You got me. I'm sold. Yeah. Yeah, John Schneider. Yeah. You, you got Bo, Bo Duke in there. I'm, I'm watching. Yeah, yeah, you have my attention. <laughs> but yeah, so you have this one. I mean, it, it is a, you know, a great popcorn movie. Um, you've got some epic fights, and it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, what, oh, we're not... Oh, wait, I mean, wait, it's, we, it's look, got Lock, uh, Lachlan Monroe in it, too, who's been in, like, everything. Too. Isn't Scott Farkas in this movie, too? Scott Farkas is in this movie. Oh, and uh, Jason Ritter is in this movie, too, isn't he? Yes, yes. Jason, Jason Ritter, Ritter and uh, Kelly Rowland. Yep. There's, Kelly yeah, Rowland. there's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. Yep, there's a lot of people in this. I gotta read... We need to do... and We should just... We should just do a special episode about yep. that one, maybe. Because, like we you will. said, it's not a Friday. That's a, that's a no. nightmare mode. Yep. So, okay, and then we're jumping off. And now we've got nowhere else to go. We're going 2009, Platinum Dunes, produced by Michael Bay, uh, directed by Marcus Nispel. The... Reboot make imagining of Friday the thirteenth. Did you know a young boy drowned here? He was my son. And today is his birthday. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> you won't believe my parents' cabin. Here we are. Pretty nice, huh? Ah. All right, you ready? Let's do it! sister she's gone missing have you seen her jane missing she's dead 
missing around here, they're gone for good. Before we get into this, mm-hmm. this movie got a lot of got a lot of flack. Got a lot of flack. I'm not really sure why. Mm-hmm. Are there problems with it? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, there, there definitely are. Most definitely. But there was a lot of good in this mm-hmm. in this movie mm-hmm. also. All right. Well, so let's let yeah, mm-hmm. let's get into this shit. Okay, before we get into anything, I have a problem with the opening sequence. And it's okay. not, it's not for any reason. It's it's a completely stupid reason. I do like the fact that there's the speech between Mrs. Voorhees and whatever the counselor is. Like right. you kind of get a feeling about what's going it gives you a little more explanation than the early Friday. Right. So then the counselor fucks up Mrs. Voorhees and then Jason shows up and, you know, he's hearing the weird Norman Bates kind of shit and he picks mm-hmm. up the machete and we're like, oh, yeah, okay. Now I, now whether that is correct or not, according to the original timeline, I'm not looking at that. Right. I'm looking at that, okay, this makes a little more sense right here and now. I'm good with that. Right. So that that's what... Okay, so now, this is where my issues go, not with the movie, but with the writers of the movie. Okay. Okay. So, it says in the beginning, 1980, uh, you're, I know already where this is going because that's what I think too. Go ahead. Now, first, people people have this Mandela effect about this movie here where they think something is correct because they've heard it said enough times. People go, man, it's like 12 minutes and then it's the opening, the title sequence. No, it's not. <laughs> the title sequence, the, the opening credits is taking place during this beginning. Starring Jared Padalecki. Yep. Uh, Daniel Panabaker. Blah, 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 blah. All during this fight with the supposed Alice character and Ms. Voorhees. 
Right. It is going through. It isn't until 12 minutes later where Jason takes the swipe of the girl that fades to black and Friday the 13th shows up. So, and yes, there's a whole lot of shit that happens before, before that, that point. Yeah. So, yes, the title card is at that point. But the opening credits is already gone. Okay, well, if you... If you have an issue with the way that that's set up, you're a fucking dummy because there's absolutely nothing wrong. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but so now you've got 1980, blah, 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 blah. Dude, the original Friday the 13th, if this is not supposed to be because the writers, uh, Shannon and Swift, will say this is not a remake this is a reboot meaning it is rebooting the franchise but as a sequel no 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 it can't be no absolutely not that makes zero sense and they're basically well that's how we wrote it well no you did you may have thought you were writing it that way but you didn't write it that way this is a retelling if i had to yeah say anything yeah because you're making Jason a boy in 1980, where he was a boy in the 50s. We've already established this through nine, ten movies already. Yeah, you're you fucking around with the timeline. And bump everything up to 1980 and start there. And then what? He, automat- he, he decides to go back to a sack just for fun? And then find another hockey mask? Yeah, that doesn't make any really? sense. I mean, granted, he found that other one on the boat in part uh, 8, but, you know, whatever. So, yeah, that's my issue there. This is, for all intents and purposes, a, a retelling of the first four movies? Is it is it four or is it I guess maybe well, there's element maybe there's elements of four. Yeah, because you have the brother looking for his sister who disappeared. Oh right, that and that's part four, right? That is four. That's um, what's his name, Roger and Sandra. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Roger from four and Sandra from two. From three. So no, from right. Three. Oh, from Sandra two. from two. Right. Right. So you have who I yeah. uh, oh dude I read in my useless. Friday the 13th fucking yeah uh, searching she read I think for part 7 I think I think it was 7 and when she told them that she was in part she had been in part 2 they were like no can't have you back again oh wow I think yeah I think that's who it was so okay so this beginning that you got the uh, two couples and the fifth wheel they go to the camp looking for dope. Well, no, they're going to camp. They're go- the, the the fifth wheel and uh, Ben F- and Ben Feldman's character. Yeah. Uh, who? Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. What the hell is this? I think his name is Richie. They're looking. They're looking for dope with GPS. And then, of course, they the one guy he knows all about Jason. Um. Oh, this is the old Crystal Lake camp was around here. Whatever. Right. Oh, um, can I wait? Can I throw something in it? You're talking about he's going to tell the story? Yeah. About Jason? Okay. Yep. Here's my. This is where I thought you were going, and this is my bone of contention. Okay. 
He. <laughs> Those are the best sound effects. Perhaps um, American Blue Ribbon. Yep. Um, when he's telling the story about the camp, mm-hmm. he's just like, "Oh, yo, this this camp closed 20 years ago," and all of a sudden, I was just like, "Oh, need to pump the brakes, guy." Yeah. We just saw that it was 2008. Yeah. You're pushing 30 years here now. Yep. Get your shit yep. right. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that last night. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, yeah, he does the whole info dump. Because we need it. Of course. Yep. And so the one couple, they go to go explore. Or they go to talk. Because oh, one and, girl's Right, and that's bummed. Whitney. I don't remember what her... Yeah, Whitney and... Uh, I think maybe his name is Mike. Maybe it's Mike. Okay. And uh, because Whitney, you know, her mom's sick from cancer. She's right. been taking care of her. So mom told her to go, you know, take have a, a good br- time. Take a break. Take a break. Then the three, the three other ones are at the camp. And this is where... This is ridiculous. Because one of the few issues I have with this movie is how there was the lack of gratuitous sex in the other Fridays. This one is just, hey, we have this trope about naked people in camp. Let's run with it full hog. I, and it's obnoxious. Yes, I, I agree. I am with you 100% on this. And I'm like, look, it's part of the formula. We know mm-hmm. that. Right. But in this movie and it's, this particular scene, it is, like you said, it, it's obnoxious and it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't even seem, I don't know, it doesn't seem realistic. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I just I don't yeah. like it. I, I it's yeah. it's it's just it's just it's just nudity. It's filth for the sake of yeah. for the sake of right. filth. Right. No none of it none of them in this movie seems like it serves a purpose besides Yeah There know. there is one that you can get away with. Yeah. But the rest of it it's like right. this is just completely unnecessary. This right. is tits and ass just for the sake of it. Right. And, and it, there's other parts that even get even more stupid. Yeah, yeah well, oh, yeah, we'll get we'll to get that. There. What's his name, Richie? The, the, the Ben Feldman character? The one who's banging the chick? No, the other guy. Who is the uh, other No, guy? the other guy's name, I think, is, um, is Wade. Wade. Wade goes to give them time to do what they got to do. May the force be with your Schwartz and all that. Oh, yeah, right. Which is just dumb. And he goes out, goes to take a piss, finds the weed. Right. And good use of Sister Christian, though. I gotta say that. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. But, so... Which was, if I had to take a guess, whoever decided to throw that song in there probably mm-hmm. watched Boogie Nights. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. it out there. <clears throat> So then you see your first appearance of Jason, and you 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 find out right away that he is 
huge. Yeah. And he is fast. Yeah, he don't fucking care, dude. Because he bum rushes the bastard. So we've got, and we didn't even mention it, we got Derek Mears as Jason. He's fantastic. Yeah, he is. He is fantastic. He is my second favorite next to uh, Richard Brooker. And then right there, my my trifecta of favorite mine is Mears, Brooker, and Stephen Dash are my three favorite Jasons. Stephen Dash... I did not expect that one. Yeah, I. First of all, I will say that Stephen Dash, not Warrington Gillette, was Jason in part two. Um, Warrington Gillette um, was the doofus who jumped through a window, got hurt, and complained. Dude, wait a minute. Stephen Dash, his first, his last name is. That's Dash not. Your yeah. Yeah. No, he is excellent. And when you watch him in interviews, I love that guy. Yeah. Yep. That, yeah, he is, he is great. Yeah, I don't give two fucks so, about Warren Gillette. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Mears is ridiculous. Yeah, he's, then, he's awesome. We've got, back to the sleep, back to the camp, we've got, uh, what's his head and... Pepperoni um, nipple girl. Rich, um, Richie and Amanda. Okay. They're doing their deed and they're thinking Richie's out there. Uh, they're thinking Wade's out there spying. I I also can't I can't relate to that kind of mentality either. No. He's out there watching and it's just like Is what, he? What? Why would he want to see that? That's fucking gross. Yeah. You, you got friends that would do that? Why is he hanging out with you? Yeah, is not, it, in, uh, not in my lifetime, man. Yeah, that's like the the Shelly, you know. That was the one thing with Shelly in part three where he's like, are you doing something I shouldn't be seeing or whatever? He had like a, a real creeper moment there in part three. Yeah, but at least he was, at, at the, he was definitely a creeper. Mm-hmm. But at least he was like announcing himself. Like it wasn't right. like he was out in the bushes rubbing one out. Like freaking. <laughs> right. So, so Richie goes to chase off Wade. Finds Wade. <laughs> He's what do you say? I I can't go outside with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ain't getting any. So he goes, finds Wade in a tree. Runs back yeah, and gets caught fucked. in a bear trap. Dude, that shit was vicious. Yeah. Which is cool because they brought bear traps into the uh, video game. So I thought that was kind of cool. Well, because isn't he running back and sh- and she's already inverted she, cooking in the sleeping bag? Yeah, because he, he slit the tent and grabbed her. And yeah, he's hang- he hung her up from a tree. Over the freaking fire is roasting her ass. Dude, we were watching it the other day. Like, I had put it on the other night, and Kat and I had seen this in the movies. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, she hadn't seen it in yeah. a long time. And we got to that scene, and she's just like, damn, that's a little much for Jason. I was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it is. Yeah, like, yeah, this was a slow, torturous. He got, that's like no fucks given, Jason. Yeah. This is. And and then they took that and they they used it in uh, uh, 
uh, Nicolas Cage movie, Mandy. They did the same type of thing there. That movie was out to lunch, dude. Mm-hmm. You needed to be on something to. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that movie was a lot. Yep. So, then yeah, so he's in the in the bear trap. She's cooking over the fire. She falls out all jacked up. Then back at the cabin, Reagan and Jason attacks them through underneath the floor. Well, okay, well before we get to the point where Jason goes there. Before, before he's there, I really did like the way that they set up. With the locket and all that? They set up with the locket, and they also mm-hmm. set up with Jason's name on the bed. On the bed, yeah. Because that took the element away, like... How did okay. they know about Jason? That type of thing? Well, not even that, but now that Jason's shack from part two... It's not exactly the same, but it it, it kind of makes an explanation for that. It's just like, okay, now, Jason, obviously, his mom and Jason lived on the camp. Right. They probably had a, you know what I mean? Like, you're mm-hmm. an employee. You live on site. Right. So, it was just like, oh, I was like, all right, I, I like how they kind of tighten this up a little bit here. Like, it... Yep. It's not like, oh, Jason's in a weirdo shack in the middle of the woods like he's a fucking leper. He's right. like, you know, a fucking deformed kid. His mom works at the camp. Jason lives on camp. And then the locket right. thing was fine, too. I, I right. didn't have a problem with that. And they established, you know, Pamela's head. Right. You know, that whole thing. So you have your part two callback. Yes. In there. And then, yeah, so... He starts. He's attacking them under the floor. He how did gets, now? How did you feel about that? How did you feel about Jason under the floor? Uh, I think it makes sense. I, 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 I don't agree. mind it. I don't mind it. You gotta, if you're gonna base this in reality, you need to explain how he can be everywhere so quickly. Yeah, because they're in there, and now here's the thing that I, I have. I, you know, they're in there and they're snooping around and everything's fine. But when once you open the bathroom door, mm-hmm. A, there are lights on in there. There are yeah. Christmas lights plugged in and operating. Right. And there are candles that are clearly been used relatively recently. Right. Is that or is that not your cue to turn the fuck around and get yeah. the fuck out of there? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You get out. Get out, and then because it wasn't because there was that one point where she's like, Okay, it, we gotta go. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want to go. She, you know, you get the yep. heebie jeebies, man. Yep, and then freaking we got the machete through the floor, it's getting him in the hand, getting him in the leg. Yeah, he got fucked up, that kid. Yeah, he get he he puts her in the tub, which is a smart move. But then Jason busts through the floor at him. And that, yeah, that's freaking brutal. Yeah, that was a, dude, that was a good scene, man. Yeah. He's pull, he, yeah. Dude, he's pulling him down and he's bleeding out his mouth and he's going, run! It's just, just like, whoa, yep. man, like, yep. you're getting fucked it, up, son. Yep. She books out, he freaking flips the hatch over and jumps up on the floor. Dude! Like, yeah, dude, man, no. That, yeah, yep, no. This Ray, dude. gonna get you. It was, dude. It was like it was like watching John Jay 
That was like yep. Rambo shit right there. Yeah. Yep. He's like, nah, you're, you're... So she runs out. He, she finds a uh, sleeping bag Amanda. whore and the other one and uh, right. <laughs> Richie. And she's going well, to Well, yeah, Richie's get... still alive, yeah. Yep. And he looks over. He sees Jason, who once again, in the shadow, huge, imposing. Yeah. Freaking runs full speed and jacks that bastard in the head. And freaking you know what that's, boom. Yep. You Friday know what she, 13. Dude, that's a that's a brilliant yeah. thing right there. Actually, yeah. you know who um it when he gets smacked in the head with the machete, it he kinda reminds me a little bit of when um the guy I think we're in part two. The guy Mark? in the Yeah, Mark in the wheelchair. Yeah. Whew. yeah. Yep. If they had yep. slowed that down just a little bit and just... Oh, my God. It would have... I mean, it was good the way it was. Mm-hmm. But if they had maybe mimicked that scene a little more, God, it was fantastic. Yep. So, then we got that scene. And then we've got the whole caravan of uh, fodder. You know, kill fodder. Uh now I, I can tell you their names if you want to know. Go ahead. Trent. You got Trent, who is the same character that he was in the first Transformers movie. I didn't see it, Th- so I'm same taking your word for it. Character. So Friday the thirteenth and Transformers takes place in the same universe, evidently. Okay. And he was a D-bag in that one, too. I can imagine that, because that's he might as well just wear a T-shirt that says, I am a friggin' douchebag. Yep. Okay, so you got Trent. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenna, which is Daniel Panabaker. Panabaker. Who is, yeah, she's just yeah. super likable. Yeah. Um, you have uh, Willa Ford. Willa Ford. Which one is... The, oh, that's Chelsea, right? Right. Right. And then, uh... She was a wakeboard girl, right? Yes. Yeah. Then you got Bree... Bree, Chewy... Right. Lawrence... Well, Chewy is the Asian guy. Right. Lawrence is the black dude. And Nolan is like the fucking hipster chooch who shows up in everything. He's the... Ryan Ryan Hansen. He's the uh, great value Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, he is. I don't even know if great value is... I think you're, you're giving him a little too much. I, I, He's I literally the, the no frills. <laughs> yeah. Not even great value. No frills. You know. He yeah. shows up in other things that I like him, but he, his... Okay. Before we go any further, I want to say something about this cast of characters, with the exception of Daniel Panabek. Yeah. I have never hated a cast of Friday the 13th the way that I hated this group of kids. 100%. I wanted to fucking kill them. I never really... With the exception of Teddy in part four kind of being a little annoying. Yeah. I never 
harbored any ill will towards any of the kids in Friday the 13th. In this what group, world? In what world are these people friends? In what world are these people fucking humans? You're all revolting. <laughs> You're all revolting people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand why Jason wanted to kill them. If, you, if he wants a day off, you can give me the mask and I will do it for you free of charge. <laughs> now, is that because... All right, now, now, here's a good question. Now, is this because we're fucking old curmudgeons? No. No, no. right? No. These no. are just pieces of shit garbage people. None of them would have been hanging out in your house in Limbrook. No, absolutely not. No, they would have been out the door. Yeah, tossed out on your ass. Like, like get out your the door fucking in ass. 94, you are yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not welcome here, man. Like, you are just... just, just in fact, oh. I think we have thrown people out that were like that. <laughs> um, I would have to agree. That has definitely happened at least once or twice. Like, yeah. when you just brought that garbage person out, yeah, you gotta go, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you gotta take your friends and leave. Yeah, you gotta hit you the bricks. You come back, but you gotta drop them off at McDonald's <laughs> or something. Because <laughs> they, they ain't welcome in here. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's usually what it was. It was people that came with somebody yeah. else. And I was yep. like, no. Yep. Time to take the trash out. <laughs> but yeah, they were just, ugh, vi- just vile people. <laughs> Okay, so the, all right, so they all show up. They all show up at the and at the at a at a gas at a gas station. station. And Clay. Well, we could that? just yeah, we could just call him Sam if it makes it easier. Yeah, because Sam. But yes, his name Sa- is Clay. Sammy. Sammy. Dean. Dean. Sammy. Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got Sam Winchester. He's putting up uh, posters for looking for Whitney. Right. Oh, here's one thing. Dude, here's fucking something and this is just gonna reiterate our point before about how these are fucking garbage people. The last thing that you do, and maybe this is a generational thing, mm-hmm. but when they pull up and they get all get out of the car... And there's some funny lines, like the little Asian guy is just like, I had more room in the uterus or whatever. He's yeah. got some funny lines. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're walking up to the gas station, and he, one of them leans over and he honks the horn on the mm-hmm. motorcycle parked yeah. outside. Like, dude, uh, why are you touching someone else's shit? Bro, you don't know who's, like, you know whose bike no. that is? That's not no. a good idea. You know what I'm saying? That could be Sex Machine, man. He's going to freaking come out here and yeah. kill you. <laughs> He's got his little cock gun. Yeah, like yep. that's that dude. That is never a good idea, man. And then Trent is being a A1 a tr- great douche. Yeah, he's being a, he's, mean, be, he's being a Trent. Yeah. And it's like, you know, oh, man, you got to be a dick. Like, yeah, I'm being a dick. I'm like, uh, just hit him. Someone hit him. That, uh, Please, just hit him. See, that's how I feel, and I... <laughs> like, I try to... You know, and well, first of all, the other thing is that uh, Padalecki is a big guy. Yeah, yeah he is. He's, he's big. It's, you know what I mean? Like, he's a big dude. Like, 
bro, like, are you that rich, arrogant guy? Like, you think you're unstoppable yeah. because, you know, I know I can take you, and this guy's got like fucking six inches on me. Yeah, I would say he had at least what eight inches on freaking Trent. Yeah, he's like a big guy. Yep, and, and and yeah, I mean, he's just big. He's a big. He's just a big person. And you're just popping off shit for no reason. Like you don't even. First of all, you don't know he. You're also in the sticks. He could have like yeah. a friggin', you know, he could be friggin' packing. He could have a Bowie knife and just cut you to death in the friggin' store. But you know, yeah. what do I know? You know what it is, dude. We're from New York, and you're always expecting the worst. So it's just like you got to feel that shit out. This is, you know, this guy's probably like from Connecticut, and he fucking yeah. some stuck-up asshole. <laughs> he was so. friggin' on the golf course with Shooter McGavin, and friggin' <laughs> he thinks who the hell he is. Shooter. Yep. Shooter. So what happened? Get out of my way. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go by the bay and eat some hay. I just may. I just may. Once again, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's going to happen no matter what. I don't know why that is. It will happen every episode. It will come back to Adam Sandler somehow. Okay. (laughs) So, all right. So, all right, so Clay's looking for his sister. He's doing the, um, he's doing the, the poster thing. thing. Yep. Right. And Trent's a dick, and Jenna is clearly into fucking Clay. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. And, and the thing is, is that we're five seconds into any of, the re- any of their reactions, and tell me that you didn't go, oh, man, I hope she ends up with Clay by the end of this movie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you de- you're definitely getting final girl vibes off yep. of her. It was just like, oh man, like you, we we need, we need her, dude. Yep. So now I don't know. I guess we go- Clay goes to the one house, uh, and he gets a warning from the female version of Crazy Ralph. Yes. Um. You know she's playing the Crazy Ralph role. Oh, and there's you the know, big. She's got the big dog and shit. Yeah. Yep. Pete, you know. People go, you know, gone here, they're gone for good, or whatever. Yeah. You know, she ain't gone, she, she ain't missing, she's dead. He just wants to be left alone. She was good for that yeah. uh, for, for that role, that lady was, yep. I liked her. Yep. And then you've got, uh, he goes to the barn. Oh, God. And meets freaking Redneck. Uh, um. Who is another just... Trash, garbage, pale kid person. Yeah, Donnie. His name is Donnie. Donnie, yep. And it's like, okay. But it establishes that someone's been stealing kerosene. So you get a little bit of a plot point there. Right. And he's just, you know, evidently he's been stealing Jason's weed too. So. Right. Yeah. I, actually, it took me a couple of times to fucking piece that together. That, oh, he, that he okay. was stealing the weed too. I was like, oh, I was like, duh. Yep. So, well, he ends up, yeah. So I guess that's where we'll, because that will be our real first kill after the beginning is Donnie, right? E. Yes. Yeah. So Jason's in the barn. He's going through the barn. He's jacking up to a porno mag. Oh, dude, it's not and even... It's like, wait it's a like, These are the things that bug me about this movie. Uh, yeah, I agree. Why? Why? Okay. 
Now, I'm going <laughs> to... Why? Okay, yes. Now, I'm going to try to put a little bit of reasoning behind any of this. Oh, it's please. not gonna. It's not gonna matter. But okay, at some point in your life, you are are a hormonal fucking animal, right? And it is an. It is unpleasant. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's, it sucks. How old is Donnie supposed to be? Certainly not. 16 or 17. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, Which you're not going through puberty, bro. Yeah. But you have to... You feel the need to fuck... And is he even fucking rubbing one out? Or he's, like, fucking licking the magazine like some kind of lunatic? Yeah. He's licking Who the magazine. Who the fuck does that? That's not nope. real life. Nope. And then... He's up in the... No... I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I guess it's in the regular film because I watched the alternate scene too of how Jason gets his mask. Yeah, I have the killer cut. Which one were you yeah. watching? Yeah, that's yeah, what I was I got. watching the killer cut. But he talks about how he was like doing the mannequin. Yeah. Wha- and it's like, I don't care how hormonal I ever got. I never... Screw the mannequin. No, that was not even a consideration. I mean, I had a five-foot-tall cigar store uh, Indian in my living room. I never had sex with that either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Bro, you had a life-size poster of Elvira in a coffin in your bedroom, and I don't remember seeing a hole in there anywhere. (laughs) No. So... Dude, what are you doing? Man? Yeah, you need you need therapy. Something's <laughs> yeah. wrong with you. Yep. So, yeah, Jason comes out, and he uh, Donnie's like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" Gives Jason a couple of licks with a croquet mallet. Um, uh, I'm. I don't remember, but that definitely sounds right. And then his sack comes off. Well, he's rapping. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, that ain't right. That ain't right. Yeah. And Jason slits his throat. In the alternate cut, he clear up, cuts the boy's head off. But in the alternate cut, he's also, and this, I'm glad they changed it. The alternate cut, he is smoking a J, looking at the porno mag while wearing the hockey mask. Oh, that's right. I remember, I know that scene. And Jason grabs him by the head and just chops his head off. And it's like, what? That seems very Rube Goldbergian, just to get that hockey mask. Yeah. So Jason just happens to find the mask upstairs in the loft. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I was actually yeah, I'm better with that scene. Yep. He grabs it, puts it on. The, you've got that Jason reveal. Yeah, because like, doesn't he like he like kills him first, and yep. then the mask is just kind of hanging out there. Right, because he, he actually picks up the wrapping for the sack and, like, inspects it and is like, ah, this ain't going to work anymore. And then looks over and sees the mask. Yeah, yeah, that, that so version he, is better. 
Yeah, so he considers putting the wrapping back on, but then goes for the mask. Right. Now, I so, think we actually jumped out of timeline because I think Clay shows up at the house before... You're right. Wait. Bef- no. No? Because Jenna leaves with him. Um, but I'm saying, yeah, Jenna leaves with him, but isn't that before... Jason. Not before they go to the barn. Okay. Or no, no, not before. Be... Not before Clay goes to the barn. But oh, before, but before Paul. Before Jason kills Donnie. Quite possibly, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I might be I'm, crazy. It might be. Yeah. It, no, it might very well be. So then, um, Dime Store McConaughey uh. and Willa Ford, they have them. Uh, Go and take the. They take no, the, go drive the truck to the dock, but don't take the boat out. Right. And at that point, uh, Jenna was still with them. Jenna's still at the house. Still at the house. Yeah. Because he's trying to. Clay is trying to show her that he can be cool. Yeah, I'm all right with that. So you let take my truck. No, that's not Clay. That's Trent. I mean Trent. Trent. Trent is a douchebag. He is yeah. he is a douchebag. He reeks of douchebag the second he sits on the screen. Yep. So we're just we're gonna do the jump to kills because um, there's just a lot of ridiculous crap in here. Well, so, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Well, we got. Oh, well, we're at the boat. Yeah. And. We're going to take the boat out. Well, we want to go wakeboarding. What do you do when you go wakeboarding? You take your top off. What? What? What the, I, what, what the hell? That does not make any sense to me whatsoever. Nope. Now, again, I'm not a girl and I don't have boobs. But I would think that if I was on a wakeboard... I wouldn't want him bouncing up and slapping me in the fucking face. <laughs> Very true. You would probably want to tie those fucking things down. <clears throat> so yep. why are you doing this? Is this Friday the 13th or is this Girls Gone Wild? <laughs> this this scene is the scene that annoys me the most in the entire movie. Yeah, so she's going around and I guess the shark comes and nips at her heel and she falls in. And they were having a wonderful time, and then... <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm wrapping them all up. Even the correct dialogue, man. Very well played. So he, well, what's his head there? Turns around and is laughing. Hey, hey. Turn around. He gets an arrow in the freaking dome. Which was awesome. Which was, yeah. That's great. Then he leans on the throttle, and the boat's creening, and frickin' smacks her in the head like Tom Hanks in Splash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you Madis- going, <laughs> Madison? <laughs> <laughs> and dude, that whole and if it wasn't for that wakeboard scene, man. That whole thing would have been awesome. Because I loved 
her freaking swimming but looking and seeing Jason mm-hmm. stalking her ass in the woods. That was brilliant. That yeah. was awesome. And then, you know, she's under the dock trying to hide. Oh, my God. I He's love this fucking thump, scene. Thump. And he freaking shish kebabs her <laughs> in the freaking head. And, dude, she, you see her eyes. She's just like, oh. Uh. And then the best part about it is he stabs her through the head. And then to get her off the end of the machete, he pulls her up. <laughs> and so that she falls off the, do- off the dock like a tomato off a shish kebab. Yep. Yeah. It was perfect. So she's dead. Then uh then they're they're just doing dumb crap at the house. Cause at this point Clay goes back to the house. And No, I think dude, I, well, I, I'm telling you, I think we're we're okay. something in the well, timeline is weird, but just go to the Okay, weird so shit Clay house. so Clay and uh Clay and Jenner are out looking anyway. And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at this point, they're over by the Jason cabin. Right. And then she gets that creepy, oh, shit, let's go. They leave. They go hide by the canoe. They're coming out by the canoe. They hear someone coming. They hide under the canoes or by the canoes. And freaking Jason's walking with freaking Willa Ford. And freaking dumps the body in the bag there. Right. And he free no, he sees the bag. He starts looking around. Freaking turns on the lights at the canoe. Right, 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 right. And fucking starts throwing canoes everywhere. Yeah, dude, that's which sh- yeah. is terrifying. That was like Brooker in the in the barn. Yep. Throwing crap around. That's Dude, where that little thing was a tape. Derek Mears, I can't, I'm telling you, I'll probably say it five more times while we're talking about this movie. That dude is a crazy Jason. So they end up running and going to the house. But they end up, you know, doing crap and trip lines and all that. So it's, and at some point, uh, Whitney is kept underground because she looks like Pamela. Right. And what I liked, and this is one of the things that really got me enthused to watch the movie, was you see Jason walking through the uh, down uh, underground, freaking grabs a machete, goes over to a freaking sharpening stone, uh-huh. and starts sharpening his machete. I'm like, dude, he ain't playing. This is survivalist freaking Jason. Right. Dude, sharpening Rambo. his tool. Yeah. Rambo. I'm like, wow. So they end up going back to the house. They're trying to warn everybody, but Clay, um, Trent? Trent, what? Trent is upstairs, boning stupendous. <laughs> yeah. Stupendous. That was another one. I'm like, really? Okay. Now I mean, at least it, it was a functional scene. It, it right. Pro- it moved the plot a little bit. It was it was a okay. functional scene. That yep. is that is as best as you can describe that. Yep. Now Chewie's kill in the in the tool shed or garden shed or wherever that was kind of cool. Well, yes, it was kind of cool, 
partially because I hate that fuck, and I was looking forward for him to die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just me. I mean, he's got the hockey stick. He's hitting. They're saying things that no one would say. Yeah. Any dialogue anywhere. I mean, dude, we were a bunch of guys, and we never talked about our dicks all that much. No. We we just didn't. No, I mean, yeah, you know, there'd be the occasional fucking dick joke, but yeah, it was very rarely. And the other thing is, if you were at somebody else's house, dude, like you were never fucking with anybody else's shit. Like no, it was just like, oh, yo, dude, like this is your parents' like liquor stash, like. Unless yeah. you're handing this to me, I'm not touching any of this. Like, I'm not right. touching anything in your... You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. That might be... That Maybe that's a generational thing, or you yep. just are purposely writing this person as an asshole, and if that was the case, then you have succeeded. Right. Like, we've never chugged beers out of, out of our shoes. I mean... Who Why would I do that? that? I just drink it out of the bottle. Right. I mean, we didn't... I mean, granted, yeah, Keith would always spill a beer everywhere, but... Well, that's his, that's Keith's M.O. That that's, that's what he yeah. does. <laughs> so, he ends up... He's not going to lick it up off the floor afterwards. He's going to be like, yo, you got paper no. towels? <laughs> yep. So, Jason ends up going into the shack. He's fighting with Chewy. And he ends up getting a screwdriver in the in the throat or underneath the chin yeah he fucks him up good dude and it's, yeah. I liked it yeah that was good then you had what was his name Roger which guy, the black, no, the black uh, guy. I think his name is Lawrence Lawrence I think so okay here's something that makes no sense now he's sitting there all alone in the living room of this house oh god and I'm gonna rub one out but I've got nothing to rub one out to, so I'm going to find the winter clothes sweater section of a catalog. It was like LL, go, that was like an LL Bean. LL Bean, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, this will do. No, it won't. It, it really won't, and it shouldn't. And you got a problem. <laughs> yes, you have a problem. Right, and dude, not for nothing. You're a good-looking young black guy that's starting a record label. You're telling me you couldn't find some girl to go with you to this house? Exactly. I don't buy it. No. I don't buy it. No. Ain't buying it. Chewy? Okay. Man. Because yeah, he's, he, he's, he's like a stoner. Right. But no, dude, you seem kind of cool. Well, honestly, I always found it weird that he didn't have a chick with him. It was I, I thought that was fucking weird. Like, you weren't tapping yeah. one of these broads? Right. Yeah, so, yeah, I didn't buy that. But, because he mans up. When they go to the house, when when Clay and Jenna go to the house and was like, there's a guy up there killing people. And then Trent comes down, and they're like, he oh, goes... Because he's the banging the other chick, but he shouldn't be banging her. Because he's right, he shouldn't be dating, banging her. He's he dating be, Jenna. Right, but freaking... Was it Lawrence? Lawrence. He yeah. he freaking mans up and he goes to run right out the back door when he says there's someone out there killing people. 
And he's looking he, for his boy too, right? He's, he's like, dude, my boy Chewie's out there. He's running out there to go. Dude, props to you, man. I agree. Props to you for that one. Granted, it got you a hatchet in the back. What? What? You know what? <laughs> props to you. You went out like a hero. Let me tell you, dude. When I went to see this in the movie theater. When that scene was happening, because remember, he goes out to the, the shed or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. Jason's out there, and he's, like, fighting Jason. Yeah, he gets a couple of good licks. Yeah, and the entire movie theater is screaming, because I went early on. I, you know what I mean? It, it might not have been mm-hmm. Friday. It might have been Saturday, but, like, right. the theater was packed. Everybody's screaming. And when he's fighting Jason, everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just sitting there. And then when Jason just... Fucks him, up, <laughs> fucks him up, throws the axe and like wastes him. Yeah. I started laughing out loud and nobody else was laughing. <laughs> nobody else <laughs> laughing. I was like the sociopath in the room. I was just like, because <laughs> he, dude, that axe throw is phenomenal. He just oh, like, yeah. like you can feel the force behind it. It's just like, yeah. <gasps> he double hand, yeah, yeah. He double-handed axe throw, and then and then Jason leaves him out there like bait. Mm-hmm. He's yep. still screaming out there, isn't he? Yep. He like lets him out there yep. screaming. And they're like, "No, nope, that's bait. Don't, don't, don't go out there." And then Jason picks him up and slams him down on it, kills him. And then this is the other thing I love about him. He freaking jumps up and goes through the upstairs window. Dude, that shot of. Jason sitting on the ledge yep. is beautiful. Like, yep. they show it, and he's just up there waiting, and I'm like, oh, man, you're all fucked. And you had, uh, what was her, was it Renee? Or the girl that he was doing up in the bedroom? Um, what is her name? I thought her name was Bree. Bray, Bray, yeah. So, she's in there, and then she thinks she hears something in the shower curtain, pulls that aside, and then freaking Jason's behind her. Oh, right. Yeah, he fucks her up pretty good. Grabs her and freaking mounts her on antlers or something. Yes, exactly, on antlers. And hangs her up to dry. Then then doesn't the cop show up too? Well, Trent goes to get the gun first, I think. Yeah, that is... And then... Uh, fucking white boys. He, he, yeah, just... Dude, <laughs> exactly. White you? boy. Man, you have never shot one. What are you doing? I, dude, I, it irritates the shit out of me when you... You got that one-hand grip. Yep. Just Ooh. Like he's throwing bullets at people. Yeah. Like, dude... <laughs> Come on, And man. he's walking around with his... With, dude, whenever they walk around with their finger on the trigger... Yeah. You're just like, you have clearly never handled a gun before in your life. Now, I don't yep. know if that's what they told you to do. But, yeah. Either way, you're a retard. Yep, I'm sorry. Yep. Not the sound all NRA Second Amendment, but I've been around it long enough to know gun... Con- the best idea of gun control is a firm grip. Yeah. And come trigger, on. Now. Trigger discipline. Yeah. Do not put your finger on that shit until you are ready to shoot. Well, actually, gun control is being able to hit your target. 
if we're going to get all fucking rednecky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, then the cop shows up. And isn't the cop somebody, too? The cop, the only thing I knew him from was he was the father on the, in on Harper's the, Island. Yeah, that's it. That yeah. was a pretty good show, man. Yeah, that was good. That's that was on, a good uh, show. It's on, uh, I think it's on Pluto. They have I it think on, it's also on the Roku channel, too. I would never okay. even have known that until you told me, and then I watched mm-hmm. it. I was like, I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good show. There's a lot of good people in there. Yeah. Katie uh, Cassidy and Jim Beaver and, yeah. You damn idiot. Uh, <laughs> Harry Hamlin. Um, well, you can never uh, go wrong with Perseus. That's, no. Yeah, nah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so he shows up, knocks on the door, police, and freaking Jason jumps off the the uh, off the little dorma thing with a fireplace poker, Fire, yeah, jams it through the back of his head. I'm yeah, like, he gets oh. fucked. He got fucked. I'm like, dude. You got jacked the fuck up. So, yep. And then, uh, I'm trying to think of how they they all end up running. Yeah, they all that, they all run right. And that is one of the few times I've ever seen people legitimately in a Friday the Thirteenth movie book ass. Yeah, like, we gotta get like, the fuck out of Dodge. Like, normally they'll do that half-run jog while they're talking, limping. <gasps> we gotta go. No, they were all booking. That's a, that's a very good point, man. Yep. That it, like, they are hauling ass through the woods. Yep. I mean, well, because how frantic does that, how frantic does that look? That's, that's yeah. what it should look like. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then Trent's like a, he's such a putz. Yep. Dropping the gun into the water. You big dummy. Yep. Oh, what's funny is he goes to the cop car first. Oh, that's right. He goes to the cop right. car, and then the body drops in the cop car, and he screams like a bitch. Like a bitch. <laughs> 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 a woman. <laughs> so, yeah, he's running. Then he drops, and then he's yelling at the gun. He dropped the gun in the water, and he's like, Come on, damn gun. Stupid gun. I'm like, really, dude? Well, you dropped the right, right by your foot. A gun ain't gonna float down the river. It's a heavy gun. Reach down; it's gotta be right there within two feet. Well, that's you, dude. But that's an entitled child who, right. oh, stupid gun. Actually, you know what that reminds me of? Do you remember the scene in the Karate Kid when Ralph Maggio gets his ass kicked? And then Stupid he, bike! I hate this freaking bike! Yeah. <laughs> and his mom shows up and she's like, Daniel, why'd you throw away your bike? <laughs> right, so I hate this bike! I hate this stupid bike! Yeah, so he's a whiny kid from from Reseda. From Reseda. <laughs> Louis Fontina? No, Louis LaRusso. Louis LaRusso? Don't know him. <laughs> 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 All right. So Trent's, <laughs> Trent's yelling about his bike. And then, uh, oh, no, he's yelling, <laughs> he's yelling about his gun. My bad. 
And then he gives, and he just totally gives up. Like, would you have given up? I was like, dude, I'm going to find this gun no matter what. But life got a little too hard for him, so yeah. he gave up, you know? So this ain't worth a participation trophy. Yeah. So he runs. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and he sees that, that car, that truck. The, to- the, the tow that, truck. That tow That's truck. right. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'd be a little leery there, too. Because you don't know. And then the hand just comes out and waves. And I'm like, okay. Jason could be that smart. Yeah. To do this. If we're going on the logic that Michael Myers can drive, surely Jason can do that, too. Because this Jason is smart. So it's like, huh. But he goes there as an old man. And freaking Jason comes out, freaking jacks him up and crucifies him. him. Crucifies him on the back of the yeah. That was I loved that scene, man. Especially because you hated Trent so much. And the truck is driving, and he's flopping like a damn rag doll. Mm -hmm. His arms and his head are. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty freaking gruesome. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's like oh. So then. This is where Whit, uh, Jenna and, and Clay. Jenna and Clay go to the house, go to Jason's house, go underneath and find the caverns with, uh, the, with the Whitney in there. And finds Whitney. They get her out, which she was pretty, she was pretty damn quick picking a lock. But anyhow. Yeah. You know. Uh, who so, played, uh, Whitney? Amanda... Amanda, Amanda Rigetti? is was that her? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked her. She was good. So she ends up. Uh, they end up going. Jason, you know, she, I see him coming. Yeah. Yeah, that they whole up, in- exchange was very intense down there. Yeah, in, in the cabin. So he, yeah, com- right. So they're running out. Clay goes first, and then Whitney, and then freaking Jenna's going, and she ends up getting it through the freaking chest. Dude. And it was like, dude, I've seen this movie eight or nine times, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's still freaking... It takes the wind heart. out of your sails, man. Like, You're just oh. like, oh. Like, I, re- oh, I really wanted them to... Oh. Yeah, I liked her. Damn. You so, can take the rest of the crew. We didn't like them yeah. at all. No, she was... <sighs> but they at the same time they were very smart. Yeah. To to do that. Yeah. Yep. So then this is where we find out the extent of his tunnels. Because they freaking take a tunnel up through a bus. Yeah. Which was kinda cool. And freaking Jason ends up beating the crap out of Clay on top of the bus. Sam's always getting his ass kicked. Always. But he comes back just like a Winchester. Yep. And they end up going to the barn. Right, 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 right. Now, was that the same barn that Donnie was in? Yeah, Donnie's, yeah, it is Donnie's barn. And they're, you know, juking and jiving and beating each other up and whatnot. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. The only thing, Ali did not jump out. Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. Great. Just this random Ali comes out. But, <laughs> so, Whitney ends up 
freaking pulling a Jenny. Pulling, she pulls yeah, a Jenny. She pulls a Jenny. Then she ends up pulling a Chris by hanging his ass. Um. Oh no 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 no! He she's pulling a Jenny. He freaking takes the uh, the bear trap and smacks it on his back. Oh yeah, that's right. And then he's going, and then he's going after Jason's going after Clay. She grabs a chain and throws it into the wood chipper. Into the wood chipper, right? And then it pulls his ass back. Oh, wraps it around his neck. Right, and she's like, "Say and hi to mommy in uh, in, in hell, hell or some shit like and that." Freaking stabs him with the machete. Right, which would have been fine, but for some reason, they couldn't have left and called the cops and said, "Hey, this guy kills everybody around here." Yeah, this is the guy. They had to take his body and the mask and the machete. And throw it in the water. Which is, we don't know how far away, like... Right. Why do that? I don't know, that's stupid. That is where it it was like, okay. But, of course, we have the jump scare. Oh, uh, there was, in part four, uh, in... It was in the house, I think? Or in the barn? Where Clay was up against the window. He has back to the window. And Jason jumps through the window. Just like Ted White did. To uh, Corey Feldman. That is a good point. I was like oh that's part four right there. Yeah. Ted White was a bad motherfucker too. Yeah. And he hated Corey Feldman. Which made it. Wonderful. Well, like, I also what, what I don't remember what I was watching. If it was his name is Jason, or if it was an um, if it was the the bonus Chris footage Hill. in the box set. But Kane Hodder said he wished that he would have been oh, yeah. in a movie with Corey Feldman so that he could squeeze him by the fucking head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and then that's the end of that movie. So right, well they well they dump him in the water and then you know they. And then yeah, they give you the out. right the dream with the mask okay. on. Right, it's all over. It's all over. And then Jason busts through the water, the bust through the dock, and pulls down Whitney. Now, right. why they wouldn't pick that up right from there? Right. Yeah. You know, like we've said, there are definitely flaws in that movie, but they're minor. And they could have kept going with it. Because if I am not mistaken, let me let me check the numbers on it. Let me ch- I want to check how well it did. Because I think enough. I mean, enough people saw it. I think the movie might have made a profit. Dude, I don't ever go see movies in the movie theater, and I purposely went to that one. Dude, I remember because I had moved oh nine. Yeah, so I had moved back. From Tennessee to Florida, and you and I were talking on the phone a lot, and we were like, "Dude, yeah, I I remember that too. Like we had both gone to see it. Yeah, like, dude, this was like ridiculous. Yeah, I don't understand what everybody's problem with this movie was. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, comp- if you compare it to the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, oh god." 
this thing is like we need Academy Awards because that thing was a fucking turd. Right. These guys See, at, le- at least tried. See, and that came out the Friday the Thirteenth came out. I think the week before, or the week after, the My Bloody Valentine. Which was funny because that one had uh, Jansen Ackles in it. So you had both Winchesters in horror remakes back to back. And what year did Supernatural start? It was it was before this. Yeah, right. Because what is it like? It was like old, seventeen uh, seasons that they're on now. Yep. The the reboot is the highest grossing uh, highest grossing film of the franchise. The the reboot of Friday. Of Friday. Well, I mean, we got to take inflation. It made the Into- budget was nineteen million. It made ninety two point seven million. Oh, that was a lot of fucking bread, man. So, dude, it made back over so, four times its money. Yeah. So where the fuck? So is what the, the hell? What the hell was the problem? This well, it's the law. Before. It's the lawsuit thing. And then the lawsuit. It? It's Victor what? Miller. It's Victor Miller and, and Cunningham? And, yeah, uh, yeah. Or Now, see, if you... And this is... I am not a lawyer, so let me preface that. But if you look at Victor Miller's story, his account, in Crystal Lake Memories, or his name is Jason, or whatever, he created the first movie. Mrs. Voorhees' son that he wrote was named Joshua. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, he created a movie about a lady who killed people because her son Joshua died. That's it. I I agree. Jason coming up at the end was a Savini idea. And then the rest of the movies had nothing to do with Victor Merrill. So why the hell is he entitled to anything with Jason? Absolutely not. I don't get it. I don't get it. So... Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. And, like, even if that's the case, dude, like, just come to an agreement. Because you know how much money you're going to make? Yeah. If you just fucking, if you guys just settle your shit, we need Jason. You've got guys doing fan films because you guys are fucking idiots. Right. Right. They're hit or miss, but they're fan films. They're fan films, man. And some of them are... Pretty dang decent. I mean, dude, never hike alone. I like to never hike alone. Mm-hmm. Never hike in the snow, like you said. It was like, all right, dude, like you gave me an episode. Yeah. Of a series. I, yeah, I liked it, but it was unfulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want, you know, I don't want you to give me a piece of something and then go, well, we're going to continue it later. There's no guarantee of that. Finish your story point, and then if you have an idea for a third one, then do that and add on. Don't leave a carrot dangling over here that may or may not ever be made. No, that's bullshit. Yep. And then I didn't see the Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance. Did you watch that one? I watched half of it. I didn't get a chance to finish it. 
it's there there's a lot in it they're trying to put a lot into it like to make it a full scripted plot movie and that from what I'm seeing it may end up suffering because of that because you're trying to do too much too much yeah because we're talking about the children of the finals from the other the children of the wolf. Yeah, that's a lot to deal so with. So you've got like Chris Higgins' kid, or you know. See, that's the thing. I don't want Chris Higgins' kid. Right. I want Chris Higgins. Right. Which is why Never Hike Alone works so well, because you've got Tommy. Yes. You know. Now I liked what I liked about Vengeance is. You had C.J. Graham in there. Right. He's playing Elias Voorhees, but he's in there. It doesn't matter. He's alumni. Yeah. It gives it some credibility. Yeah. Tom Matthews is in it, but not as Tommy Jarvis. He's in it as, like, the Grave Digger or something like that. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, Stephen Dash was, I think it's a sheriff in the town, whose name was, like, Jason something. That's funny. And it's funny because he has this whole big thing, like he's talking to news people and he's like, let me tell you something, I'm the real Jason around here. Which is funny because of the shit with part two, with Warrington Gillette, you know, oh, I'm Jason. No, you're the dick that jumped through a window, hurt his head and cried. Right. Stephen Dash was the real Jason. Yeah. So... Well, the the best thing about dude is that what I what was I well, I was watching his name is Jason and then I was watching um, the bonus footage in my box set and I was I couldn't remember who was I was like all right wait a minute I'm like I know Warren Gillette is in part two I was like and then Stephen Dash and like I'm like wait a minute I'm like what movie is he in and then I'm listening to him talk and I'm like oh he's in part two. And then I started to remember the story, and I'm like, oh, you're the fucking pussy. Yeah. That's right. And now that, when I, the more that I look at him, I'm like, dude, get off my screen. Like, I don't want to look at you. Anyone that runs or takes a swing or is on the chair and falls, that is Stephen Dash. (laughs) Yeah. So, Stephen Dash is Jason. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. But Warren, wait a minute. No, Warren Gillette, actually, he comes through the window, I think. Yes, but he like banged his head and cried about it. You fucking bitch! You're a little too old for a participation trophy. <laughs> oh good, man! Gr- good grief! So, dude, we did it. We did do it. We did it in a hair under three hours. That's not too bad. Same bad. Taking we didn't. Not going far deep into. Yeah, Jason vs. Freddy was the the right way to to do that. Yep. Yeah. No, that deserves its own. Right. So, brother man, that is the end of the Friday Thirteenth franchise. We did it. We covered it. Yes, we did. I say we take a nap. You say we take a what? A nap. I could definitely use a nap. That was uh, exhausting. That's a lot of movies in one clip. Yep. But, man, I think we've got a lot of things coming ahead. We've got a lot of films to watch. We've got a lot of films to uh, comment on. We've got a lot of uh, special features that are going to come to. Shh. 
Don't tell anybody. Absolutely. No. Keep between us. Yes. Shh. All right. But this has been last show at the Rio. Yes, it has. The fucking introductory episode. Yes. Good stuff, man. I will see you later, brother. Bro, keep in touch with yourself. Bye. Laters. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.